Welcome to Twink Wars, the team of podcasts where you never know how many hosts there's going to be, and we change the format whenever we feel like it. I'm Rashad. And I'm Heather. I'm Jen. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 4, Abomination. But before we get to that, let's talk about our favorite fictional abominations. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'll go first. Okay. Because called it first sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's they're two diff it's the same abomination but from two completely different franchises and series interesting um i love hybrids from vampire diaries and from ah. the underworld series mm. they are vampire werewolf hybrids and in underworld they're ugly yeah. but they're super powerful and then in Vampire Diaries, they're just, like, the tits. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> like, they don't really amount to much on that show. But, like, yeah, other not, than... Um, they're not, like, stronger in any particular way. But they, they can, can just do... do everything that the other ones can. Well, right. except for Hope, the Tribrid. But she's, she's also... A, yeah, because she's also a witch. Yeah, she's everything. <laughs> wow. I don't remember. How is she also a witch? Um, Because all oh, of the... Klaus is half witch, half... Vampire? No, no. Klaus is a... Being a vampire is an abomination period in that show. So right. nature, if you're a witch and you get turned into a vampire, nature's like, bitch, you're cut off. <laughs> we don't like you. We don't fuck with you. You can't okay. use magic. Um, you can use magical items, but you can never cast magic again. Like, nature turns against you when you become a vampire. But his mother was a witch, right? Yes. Yeah, so they are... They have witch blood, but because Hope is born alive... She has access to like witch powers, and like she's a witch and a vampire from like birth, birth right? And then, um, then like spoiler alert for legacies, uh, <laughs> she eventually dies. Like, that's the only thing that's left for her to do is to die because <laughs> if she dies, she becomes a vampire. No, so she was a, va- a werewolf and a witch by birth, yes. You, I think. Did you say vampire? I might have. Yeah, it's been a long weekend for me. <laughs> so she was, yeah, because I was going to say, but her mother was a werewolf, so why wouldn't she? Yeah, okay, so she was born a werewolf witch. And she was wait, like... Ha, wait, I still don't understand. And she has vampire she's... blood in her system because of her dad and everything, but to activate like the vampire part of her, right. she has to die. Right. I remember, I watched it long enough for that ha- to happen, I think, and then I gave up. So she's like, well, she doesn't go full tribrid until the very end, but yeah. Well, then maybe I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, not like the very, very end, but close. The last season, I believe, is when mm. she finally does it. Um, so there's that. And then also the heretics are really cool. Um, those are different abominations from um, Vampire Diaries. Those are witches that can... Those are vampires that can use magic. Because they are from that, they're from the Gemini clan of witches. And Gemini clan, they, every now and then they have like these mutant witches that can't cast magic on their own, but they can siphon the magic out of other things and then they can use magic. And if they get turned into vampires, because vampires are magic, they can like siphon themselves and use magic constantly. 
without like dying. You have a lot more to say about yours than I'm going to have to say about mine. Yeah, yeah. same. Well, I, I've got the coolest abominations. <laughs> no, that sounds like I missed so much on Vampire Diaries because I think I only watched the first two or three seasons, yeah, as usual. Did. Yeah, I just yeah. watched the episode of that same that YouTube channel that Dylan is in trouble where he watches the first episode and the last. Mm-hmm. And I, he just I watched the one where he did Vampire Diaries today, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Who boy." You miss a lot. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The last season is all about hell. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I think I knew. Like I watched as far as you know, they introduced Klaus and all of mm-hmm. his yeah. little family. Um, I think I stopped shortly after that. So yeah, it must have been when we both got jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I stuck with it. I wasn't always smooth sailing, but I liked it more when I rewatched it in like rapid succession. It's like a lot easier pill to swallow when you can binge mm-hmm. it instead of waiting week to week during those rough parts. I honestly really liked it. I, don't... I remember, I know that I did enjoy it, but watching it as like clips of somebody else watching it, I'm like, this is a cheesy, dumb show. They all <laughs> are. <laughs> it's facts. Yeah, but. Because we used to watch it together at my house. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I stopped watching it. Now I'm going to have to watch that again, too. Well, we're going to do that when we're done with Teemo. Oh, okay. They've decided. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking it, forward to it. It can still be called Twink Wars. It still fits. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. They feel more like men. They behave like twinks. I don't know. Well, whatever. That's a topic we'll for see. another day. Yeah, we'll worry anyway, about Anyway. Okay, time for you guys. My favorite abomination is, I mean, I think the most class, not the most classic, the... Most well-known, most popular fan favorite, the Hulk. Like the actual Hulk or like the Not abomination? Not the abomination, no. <laughs> the Hulk, okay. <laughs> Confusing, but no. Because the Hulk is a scientific experiment gone wrong, mm-hmm. so he's an abomination too. But I don't really have a whole lot to say, but he's just my favorite. He's cool. Yeah. That's a good abomination. He gives, like, and good things come from him. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not how it was supposed to go. No. There's a lot of problems. Yep. But he works it out. More or less. Yeah, by now he has worked it out. Are we speaking strictly MCU? I, yeah. Because that's your only that's reference all, that yeah. you have. That's the only reference you have. So yeah, that yeah. works. And I'm not referring to the Eric Bono version because I never saw that either. Okay. Don't bother. That's what I've heard, so. <laughs> there is no Hulk except for Mark Ruffalo. Agreed. Funny story about the Eric Bono one, though. My dad got me, like, a bootleg version of that movie, and there's this scene where he's, like, in the desert, and because it's, like, a bootleg copy, when he turns to, like, look away from the camera in the middle of the desert in that copy, his shorts just disappear, so there's just, like, bare green Hulk ass (laughs) on the screen, (laughs) and it's really funny. (laughs) So what, someone went to the trouble to edit that? No, it wasn't an edit job. I think it was like an un... Like, like they a, originally were going to do it that way? and Like, no, I think it was like a copy that hadn't been like fully edited and like everything. And so they just had like the raw render of the... <laughs> like they had it mostly, but then it like glitched. That's because it was a bootleg copy that I shouldn't have had. It like maybe like a pre-screener. Mm. Thanks, Dad. It's funny to imagine that they, like, they start by creating the Hulk naked and then add digital clothes onto him. Yeah, because he was in the shorts and then he turns around and it's just like, boom. And I was like, I wonder what the front would look like. He probably wouldn't have a dick. I doubt he would have like a Hulk dick. But he would, Why not? 
Because you I don't think... dick disappears when it turns into the Hulk? Well, I don't think that they would render a dick oh, just to cover okay. it up. okay. I thought you were talking just like, literally, the Hulk has no dick. No, no. He <laughs> we know for a fact the Hulk fucks. Yeah, he I'm has a, a son. I never thought about the Hulk's dick before. How could you not have? That would be <laughs> quite large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm fascinated. I want to know who the mother of Hulk's son is. Um, sure in the we'll comic books, out. it's an alien chick. Yeah. So, and, like, considering what we know of the situation... I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same situation in the MCU. Anywho. Jen, your turn. Okay. So when I think of abomination, I think of things that shouldn't exist. Right. Okay. So or, I, yeah. I have a couple, but the first one is a real life one. Oh. Not a fictional one. And that's French Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are total abominations. Aren't they most cute. dog breeds? No. It's true. Not most. Uh, you can't. French bulldogs cannot breed naturally. Right. They, or pugs. they can't have sex. They can't have sex? No. Oh, breed. I thought you said breed. Uh, no, yeah. Breed. Oh. They, it has to be artificial insemination. Why? Be, just because of their bone structure and just they can't, it just doesn't work because they're not supposed to exist. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of another abomination that involves Yeah, a and they're so cute, and I love them. But, but they're, they have smushy faces, yes, too, Yes, they right? do. Mm-hmm. That's they do. not good for them. That's not good for yeah. them, either. But, yeah, they can't breed wow. naturally. Is that your only abomination? No, I have fictional ones, too. Okay, give um, us some more. They're kind of along the same lines, though. Actually, the first thing that came to mind was Renesmee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that one like, is... Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily in a good way. <clears throat> so... In a funny way. Yeah. A digital abomination. <laughs> yes, it's For a sure. digital abomination. That's, yes. And then the other, it's kind of just along the same lines as yours. Like in the Discovery of Witches series, uh-huh. there are two babies that are half witch, half vampire. And like they're twins, and one of them gets more of the witchy side, and one of them gets more of the vampire side. But it's just fun because they start like coming into their powers, and they're like a year old. Mm, that's dangerous yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh they're fun though they're fun that's all of them. that's it that's all i got my other abomination is um there's a whole bunch of them that are gonna show up in this show later on but i'm not gonna mention oh, yeah. them because they're spoilers but full metal alchemist uh-huh. have you seen full metal alchemist brotherhood oh this abomination's in that um nina it's mm. a sad abomination. Oh, God, Rashad. That's like the worst. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's so sad. So there's this evil alchemist who gets like a pension or like a, a stipend mm-hmm. basically for his experiments. And he makes chimeras. And um, he's like, he hasn't come up with anything new in a while. So he uses his daughter. He combines his daughter with their dog. Oh my. <gasps> it is. And makes a chimera that can talk. And everybody's like, you made a chimera that can talk. He's like, yeah. And it's his daughter. And then when they find out what he's done, like everybody else is, of course, horrified. And then um, one of the, like, he's kind of like an anti-hero scar. This dude who has like a alchemic um, circle on tattooed onto his arm. He can just touch things and destroy them. He destroys the Nina chimera. Oh, God, it is was she, so disturbing. She's a very small child, too. So she looks like a dog, or she... She looks more like a dog, but she has, like, Nina's hair. Mm-hmm. And it's... talks, and she says, like, what, Papa? It's the or most Edward. disturbing 
It's super thing. fucked. It really is. Like, sometimes, like, someone will send me a meme of it, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's so creepy. His name is Show Tucker. And fucked up. So that's not a fun abomination at all. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, um, but then there's the homunculi. Yeah. Those are they're abominations and they're really they're cool. cool. They're named after the seven deadly sins. Yep. And they've got really cool powers. My favorite is Lust. And she gets killed by my favorite <laughs> alchemist. Not because of like her being like a super like hot Well, I mean it's because she's like super hot. But <laughs> she's not like super slutty really. She just no, looks no, like no. one. Let me just drop my phone. And Sorry. then um but mainly because she's just like really cool. Yeah, she was a good one. I have to rewatch that because it's been a couple yeah. of years. And my favorite alchemist kills her. Cool. Yep. All right, let's get off of yeah, this topic. Yeah, we should probably move on. We Sorry. can talk about this all day. I could talk about abominations all day. I've got lots of them. We say this every week that we're like, okay, we got to focus. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, previously on Teen Wolf, there's some kind of lizard man. Mm-hmm. Lydia is seeing things. Erica and Boyd are now betas in Derek's pack, but Scott is not part of Derek's pack. He's adamantly mm. not part of the pack. And that's pretty much it. Yep. And then, so this week we are talking about episode four, Abomination, as we've discussed. This episode aired on June 18th, 2012. 20, 2012. <laughs> 2012. <That's> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. It was written by Christian Taylor and Andy Cochran and directed by Tim Andrew. And then, do you want to do your yep. part and I'll talk about, and then I have some trivia? Yeah, we had a viewership of 1.69 million, and I'll go ahead and summarize what goes down in this episode, and then you can do your little trivia part. Okay. So, um, basically, this episode, we find out a lot about the lizard. We find out that it's called, we find out its name in this episode, it's called a oh, canima. Yeah. I was about to say, no, we don't. But yeah. yeah, we find out <laughs> at the very end that it's called a canima. It's basically... This episode is basically about um, the Canima running around terrorizing everybody and Gerard getting the lay of the land as far as like what's going on with Scott and Allison and um, there's wolf training Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's about it. Oh, and we get Bianca Lawson. I love like, her. Who I know. Is eternally a teenager, except for on this show. Yeah. I know. I was just. I <laughs> but she's always thing. teen adjacent, and yeah. she does not age. No, she was. She's. Um. Oh my God, Kendra. Yeah. The Vampire Slayer. Yeah, she or is Kendra. Yeah. <laughs> she does. I swear, she's like an actual vampire. Yeah. She probably is. She is like good. She's like she looks better than Pharrell, who does not age. Mm-hmm. Like I love her. Her and um. The Black Witch from The Craft. Like, you haven't seen her in a while, but, like, I've seen her recently. She looks exactly like she did in The Craft. She's a little thicker, but, like, in all the right ways. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah, I love it. She just, like, eats vegetables. She's very, like... (laughs) Oh my god, I just love them. I love black women. They're beautiful. (laughs) It's true. So, um, but, yeah, that's really all I have to say Mm -hmm. about the summary. I don't think I missed much. Oh, we get the iconic... Steric moment. Yeah. Um, of course, we in the pool. About that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm leaning into it. Obviously, I've already done, pointed out all major steric moments, but I just feel the need to always remind people doesn't mean I ship it. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, I think it's it would be hypocritical also of us to point out all the ways that he should not be interacting with Erica, mm-hmm. who is the same age as Styles. Yeah. So if we were like, that's not okay, we should also, I mean, it's still, it's also not okay for a grown adult man and a teenage boy to no, be romantically not. involved. Not that they are, because Derek isn't real. How old is Derek supposed to be? We've decided that he's roughly like 22, 23. 23. Yeah. He's in his like early, closer to mid 20s. Right. And these kids are all 16. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So I've kind of looked from week to week to see if there's any trivia and Mm -hmm. kind of not bothered, but I've decided even if it's boring, I'm going to read them now anyway. Um, But so there's two kind of meh bits of trivia. One is that the opposing team at the lacrosse game is named the Beavers, and that was the name of the school mascot in the original Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf movie. Oh. Also, the Abomination, the kid on the opposing team, his jersey number was 42, which was Michael J. Fox's, Michael J. Number. Fox's number in the movie. We but should, he played basketball. Yes. We should watch that movie and do an episode. Yeah, we should do a special episode. I'd be down for that. Sorry. Excuse the construction going on in the background. Yeah. I think that was my neighbor just dropping something. Oh well. But this will be the last week where that could be a problem because I am moving into a house. Yay! Heather. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> um, okay, but this was the bit of trivia that I thought was funny. So, um, Jeff Davis has said that when Orny Adams, who plays coach, nailed the line, "The bigger they are, the, the bigger, bigger they, they are." are. <laughs> That on his first take, that was when Jeff knew that he understood the character. But that is funny because Orny Adams has also said that he had no idea what that line meant. <laughs> and he just took the advice of a friend saying, just say what, how you think it should be said and then take advice from the director, which apparently no feedback was needed. <laughs> but <laughs> at the reunion, basically, Orny Adams said that he didn't ever understand what was going on in any of the scripts. Okay. Thank you, Orny. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I watched this episode with two other people, and when that happened, they both looked at me, and I was like, don't look at me. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed it, to mean. It just means you that know? he doesn't know the quote. I know, but like, I mean, it did, but I don't know. I just didn't find it funny. I thought it was funny. That's funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It was but kind of like mildly a, so. Like, a, who was it? Yogi Berra? The sports commentator who used to just say stupid shit that isn't that doesn't actually make Yogi any sense. Yogi Berra, yeah, that was a real person's. I've never name. heard of that person. How do I know a sports person that other people don't? Do any of us look like we watch? I know, but I just never know sports stuff, so I just assumed everybody knew. I mean, I know well, the name, but I know Yogi Bear. <laughs> yeah, no, that was his real name. Let me. I gotta look him up. But um, Yogi Berra quotes. Fifth, the fifty greatest Yogi Berra quotes. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was actually kind of funny. You can observe a lot by just watching. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah. That, I mean, but that's, like, I don't know. This... That's just a fact. These are yeah. And these two are ones that I hear people say. It ain't over till it's over. He was the one who coined that. Okay. Really? It, huh. Apparently. Um, it's just like deja vu all over again. <laughs> So he wasn't very smart. No, I don't think he was. Okay. Uh-uh. We made too many wrong mistakes. Okay, we can stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they go on like that. Thank anyway. you, Yogi. Yep. 
<laughs> All right, so that's the trivia for this week. Yeah, so this episode just like kicks off right, almost right where the last one left off. Pretty much. Um, Deaton is patching Scott up. Mm-hmm. He explains that it will heal faster than normal, but not as fast because of Derek being an alpha. It'll still heal faster than a normal human would heal, but not as fast as he normally heals. Yes. Right. I just wrote Deaton is a badass. Deaton is. Mm-hmm. And he does finally admit that he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Scott hides because mm-hmm. the Argents are showing up. To follow up, I guess. Um, yeah, the, on the corpse because Deaton like, is just a supernatural coroner. <laughs> right. Can I, like, I know you talked about this last week, but just briefly, I will never get over Chris Argent kidnapping his own daughter, which happened last week. Yes, it did. I will Scott, never, how else will you train her? I, I have <laughs> no clue how that could have gone They down can't do a written test for being a werewolf. I was being sarcastic, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like Derek and Chris have similar approaches to training. Makes sense. You know what? I was very proud of Derek this episode. Oh, we're going to have words. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can... am not okay with the way... Oh, I'm not proud of everything. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, there are definitely bad I'm just... When I say that, I mean that he put forth actual effort with his pack. Instead of just lurking? Like, yeah, because he didn't do anything to help Scott at all. Well, it's effort. I won't say... But... If it's good was it effort... His... Jobbed, he wasn't really. He's not the one that bit Scott, so it wasn't really his. I mean, true. I mean, but he spent like all of the first season just being like, "You need to listen to me." Oh, and you need to learn how anything. to be a werewolf, and then he like chose the worst ways to teach him how to uh, be a werewolf. Okay. And he would never tell him anything. He yeah. would just wait until Scott proved to not know something, and then get yeah. mad at him for not knowing it. And I think they <laughs> just decided to do away with the twink trots because they just don't twink trot mm. anymore. Oh. I'm sure we'll see it again. Maybe. Okay I hope not. We have to, because we've named it. Now we have to be able to say I know, it. that's why I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um, okay. So, back to the autopsy. Yes. Um, so basically, Deaton tells them that whatever killed this hunter was not a werewolf. Yes. Um, wait, but actually, we, before we get to that, Deaton tells Scott that the Argents have a bestiary. He doesn't say the word bestiary. Do you mean yet. bestiality? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> um, my question throughout this entire episode, though, about the bestiary is why, if the Argents have this, why do they not know what it is already? And if they don't know what it is and they have the bestiary, what is getting the bestiary going to do? Have they seen it yet? No, no. only Allison hasn't. I don't think she's told anybody about it because so she was with when... Scott when it happened. Also, um, they haven't, like, they don't know what it is. They just know what, like, it does. They don't know. They haven't actually seen it. So, basically. They don't know what to look for. Scott and his pack. Yes. Have a better chance of finding information in the bestiary because they have information that they have not given the hunters. Yes, they've, everybody's seen it at this point in Scott's crew. Well, yeah, in Scott's pack specifically. Right. Okay, fine. I guess I will allow that. Yeah. And so um, we find out that the lizard... Well, now that we already know, we find out that the canima mm-hmm. is venomous, but then I realize that it's not venomous because no. all you have to do is touch the goo. Right. You don't actually have to have... 
Because remember, Styles gets it in his yes. hand soon, on mm-hmm. his hand. And it so did... what is a... Ooh, okay. Fun <laughs> fact. I know the difference between venomous and poisonous. Right. Venom, you can just swallow venom because mm-hmm. it has to be directly injected into your bloodstream. Gotcha. Poison is like you get it on you or like you drink it and then it just like permeates throughout your body and kills you. Okay. So, yeah. So... Um, so in this scene, basically, we learn that Gerard knows Deaton. He calls him Alan. Says yeah. they haven't seen each other in a while. Gerard says he thought that Alan had retired. Um, Deaton says, last I heard, you followed a code of conduct. Yeah. Burn. But honestly, <laughs> as far as we're all concerned, Deaton has retired. They keep yeah. bringing shit to him. Right. He hasn't done anything Yeah, he's just a vet. He didn't ask to get involved in any of this. But. Yeah, none of it. What did he retire from? Like, what was his... We don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. It's a mystery. Okay. Retired from something involving werewolf Supernatural shit. stuff, yeah. Oh, and well, like, Deaton, like, makes it clear to Scott that there's way more shit out there mm-hmm. than just werewolves yeah. before he tells Scott to hide. Um, so then, so Deaton basically goes on to talk about the wounds and how they were precise. Um, the, the ones cut on the back of the neck was precise, not, almost surgical. Yes, and it was not the wound that killed the person right. the hunter i also made the note um was that like neck crunchy noise necessary yes <laughs> i don't think it was <laughs> like i get it it's rigor mortis yeah i know i know i, it, I, I, I know. Don't need that <laughs> it wasn't necessary <laughs> i knew that was rhetorical. this is an autopsy yeah. people yeah it's gonna get weird <laughs> it is. um so he also talks about how the wounds on the abdomen show that the whatever it was dug in with its claws and slashed upwards through the lungs and the rib cage with ease. Mm-hmm. And that they should be afraid, be very afraid. And that it's super strong and super fast. I'm like, how do you know that it's fast? I was like, I guess because the guy had a gun and he didn't, he couldn't defend himself, but he was also paralyzed. Well, like, I guess it's fast. It shows that it's fast that it got in there and sliced the back of his Technically, neck. Technically, I, I had the same thought process, thought process that you're having right now. But I was just like, you don't know that it's fast. Yeah, I wonder if it has tussle. to do with how long the paralytic effect lasts. Mm, it seems to last a while. Kicks in. Yeah. I mean, based on how long. At least over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Which is plenty of time for it to do its thing. Yeah. I so, just wanted to sound smart. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> then um, we get to. Well, the, un- the one final thing to mention there is that Deaton basically points out that whatever that did this did not eat its kill. Yeah, it did it. it. Did it only to kill? kill. For fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we cut to the mechanic shop where that mechanic was hot. He does not look like a mechanic. He looks like a mechanic kind of looks like, like bodybuilder or something. Have you never seen a hot mechanic before? I've dated one. Well, you didn't introduce me. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I have not. Mechanics I mean, can be obviously hot. not all mechanics would be unattractive. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the guy looks like a saying, model Jen? or something. <laughs> Not someone who works in a garage. Everyone on the show looks like a model. Well, and like a <laughs> model, like there are so many hot gr- mechanics. Well, you're going to have to show me some. Like Dean Winchester. Okay. Again, not saying they're not. A, I'm just saying I don't have personal experience necessarily. Well, you're going to the wrong body shops. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take me to the right body shops. Clearly. <laughs> um, I did make a note here that 
Styles, well, Styles should not have brought his car to this mechanic because that guy just started doing whatever work he felt like without asking first. Yeah, like, yeah, this did. is how much you're gonna have to pay me. No and choice. And then he upped the price just because <laughs> mm-hmm. Styles was a smart ass with yeah. him. Like, um, yeah, don't ever go back there. I mean, he's dead yeah. now and it's gross, but I'm and sure. And also, like, <laughs> is everybody in this fucking town a lacrosse player? Yes, apparently everyone. Unless you're over the age of like thirty, then you played other sports mm-hmm. or it could just be the fact that this particular mechanic being a former lacrosse player is it significant and will matter later you shouldn't have said that because <laughs> now i remember because i was wondering i was like i know i remember bits and pieces of this season like i know the cannabis whole deal mm-hmm. but i was like why is this mechanic about to get got it did seem sort of yeah. random but of course but all, all the murders in to- last season yeah. Seemed random until... Right. But they didn't. The they made a point to show us that guy yeah. went to Beacon Hills and was on the cr- lacrosse team. I feel mm-hmm. like that means there's got to be a reason. I guess we'll yep. see. So then um, Styles goes to the waiting area and he touches the door handle and there's goo on it. There's goo. Yeah. And there's a giant sign next to him that says gum out. What the hell is that? Mm, I just I was distracted that. by that. I didn't notice First, I thought it's oh, I guess not to, (laughs) I guess not to have gum in your mouth in that, in that work. It seemed like it was a logo for something. Uh Oh, like goo gum, maybe. Like goo gum, yeah. But why would you have a big sign about that in a mechanic's place? Because it's probably something they use a lot. I guess it's not important. But Styles goes to text Mm -hmm. on his phone, and then his hands start tremoring, and they don't work, and. Yeah, I. That was literally what I put in my notes. Was poor Styles. It was poor really that mechanic. Yeah, yeah, man, that was a terrible way to go. Yeah, I mean, he was an asshole, but that was I like felt, some saw shit. I felt worse yeah. for Styles, whose precious Jeep is now an instrument of death. And he, had, I don't really <laughs> feel that bad for. I felt bad that he had to watch it. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. And um, it made me really sad because that's kind of how Anton Yelkin died. <gasps> oh God. Yeah, oh, not God. like not like that. His. Like, his truck yeah. came out Even of position worse. and crushed him. And then that's, like, sort of kind of like what happened to Jeremy Renner. But he's not dead. He's just, like, fucked up. I, I knew something had happened to him, but I don't know what any of the details snowmobile. are. snowmobile. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it just made me think of both of them. And I was like, that's sad. Well, thanks, Aww, Rashad, well, now, for bringing us down. Yeah. Oh, well, well, like, drink your beer. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about more of the show and you'll forget all about it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, okay, so I did think it was significant to that... The uh, well, I've been writing Lizard Man throughout all yeah, of this. Because can- we I kept calling it the Lizard, but now yeah. that we know, but it's the Canama obviously wanted Styles out of commission, but yeah. did not kill Styles. I didn't think that it. Now that you put it that way, I didn't even think that it did it. I didn't think that it did that on purpose. I figured that it had just been around gooing the place off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I also made the observation that it didn't just slash the guy up and kill him. It like thought out yeah yeah a way to like a serial killer would so Which yeah. goes back to what deaton was saying this this canima is intentional with what it does yes so which makes right. me think it was intentional that it wanted styles you're right yeah. you're right but it did not want to kill styles um and yeah and then i just wrote what a horrible way to die yep very Oof. i said what a horrible way to go Oof. so we were all in sync on that um then we cut okay the tunnel on top of mm-hmm. Allison's house, the light was on in it, yeah. and it 
it sent me into a blind rage. <laughs> I, I was like, tried. what the fuck is up with that thing? I tried to notice what the hell you were okay, talking about. Okay, well, now about. I have to bring up a picture so I can show and you. And I didn't catch it. But they're so quick when they show the outside of the house. I, I just like... Normally, I I'm like, you did... I wasn't even looking for it. It was just a blaring in my face <laughs> in that moment. When, okay. Yeah. So you see this picture. You see that big black hole archway thing up there right above the main doorway yes that is a like a tunnel with a window back inset in it what yeah exactly yeah it's super weird how do you know it's not a a window in the front of it like because when it was lit up it was horrible you can when they light it up you can see that it's just like painted white in there and then inset in there there's a window further back have they ever acknowledged it in the show no no nobody talks about it in the (laughs) show like as i don't know people hang out there or honestly else? it would make sense if scott would like go hide in there and spy yeah, on the urges that would be useful but yeah. he never does no he doesn't okay thanks that, but, yep well, that's what makes me mad every time i see it and now well, we're i'm glad it goes too fast for me to notice things. today i noticed it and it pissed me off <laughs> i did not like it i was like i feel heather's pain <laughs> this I'm moment glad i understand what the so then um is. allison gets in her car and gerard scares the shit out of her and me well yeah <laughs> first she does her little fo- wind fog window fog thing and sees that scott has written 9 p.m yeah they're supposed to meet yeah and it's now 8 55 so mm-hmm. wherever she's going she's already running late i think i had two yeah. two observations here which were her hair is getting big again. Yes. I don't, again. The hair this season is just very hit or miss. But it it's not always like that I either. Know. And then all of a well, sudden you'll be in a scene and it'll be huge poofy 80s hair again. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And when they give her a, like a styled hairdo, like a braid or something, mm-hmm. it looks good. Yeah. When it's just loose, it's just like, she's got like three bumpets all the way around. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing was... I was definitely not allowed to be starting my evening at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. on a school night. No. <laughs> like, if my parents saw me getting in the car at 9 p.m., nope. That would not have gone over. Mm-mm. Not that I would really have anywhere to go. Well, I'd have a very active social. <laughs> me neither, but, I mean. I did, but I walked to my friends' houses. Well, I didn't live in a neighborhood that was walkable. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I did. boonies. Oh, yeah, you didn't. Mm-mm. Anyway. So, yeah, then... Gerard pops up and plays the uh, uh, the nice grandpa who just wants to get to know his granddaughter. Yep. Um, and we see Chekhov's bestiary, which we find out later is not the actual bestiary. Right. We also see, again, that Gerard, Gerard takes a lot of pills, which yeah. he talks about. And he's a dick. He has he's this whole conversation dick. with Allison about whether or not um, that she should only trust family and mm-hmm. he's like, can I trust you? And she's like, um, yeah. And she out. reminds him of Kate. And then he yells yeah. at her. Yeah. It's like, speak with conviction. I'm like, God damn, Gerard, you're very scary. This is a 16-year-old girl, by mm-hmm. the way. I This is where I made the note that the Argents are a cult. They are. Or something. Yeah. They have very strict rules for behavior, a hierarchy. You can't get out. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only way out is through death. Yeah. It's yeah. It should be an episode of Is This a Cult? The podcast. Yeah. Um so then we cut back to well, I didn't make any notes, but basically Allison ends up going to where Scott was waiting for her at their little lookout yeah. spot, but he had to leave. And I was like, Did he have chalk on him or That's did he use I his thought. claws? That's oh. what I thought. I, I thought like, it was technically chalk. if he used his claws, I guess he could make mm. 
Because sometimes, you know, if you scratch something. Yeah, yeah the dust from the rock. I guess. It was but weird either way. I don't, yeah, it was yeah. weird. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was like, that. he didn't have a piece of paper. And she just like wiped it. And I was like, why? <laughs> but okay. It's just weird. I don't know. Um, so then we cut to Styles and his dad talking after he's called in the yeah. mechanic being squished. And he's being a concerned dad, not just a cop. He's yeah. like, you know, if, if, and I know that he knows that like Styles is hiding something from him. He's like, explain it to me. But this is another moment where the teen, one of the teenagers is just incredibly indignant yeah. that they are being accused of doing the thing that they are actively doing. And I like that he made the comment. He's like, if you're scared of this person mm-hmm. like coming back and like coming after you for talking, don't be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, He's sure, the best Johnny parent. Cage. He's the best parent. Him and Melissa mm-hmm. are great parents. I love them. Yep. Chris is... He gets Chris there. gets there. <laughs> yeah. Not right now. Yeah, no. he's got a lot to make up for. <laughs> I yeah. was like, it's weird seeing Chris now, because he's not the Chris Argent no. that I know and love. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still know and love him as he is, but not as much as I will later. Right. Um, but then, so we know that the Jeep has been impounded because it's evidence, and Styles wants to make sure that they wash it before he gets it back. Yes. Because <laughs> it's got mechanic all over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Scott picks up um, Styles. Yes. And they have a conversation, and Styles explains that it's like, when you see someone... This whole explanation, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't relate to how you're explaining this, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because I've never seen a friend in a Halloween no, mask. But I can get what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so we know that the Canima is someone that we know. Right. But he's like... It was more like he was saying, though, I'm not sure if I knew the Canima, but the Canima seemed to know me. Yes. And again, they don't know it's called a camera yet, but yes. it's just easier for us to say. Yeah. Um, Plus, I like that word. Yeah, Canima. it's a good name. It's a great name. So this is where we get to Derek being a horrible alpha again, in my yeah. opinion. Is this where the words come in between you two? Yeah, well, I'm just, I hate, I just specifically hate that basically Derek is just becoming Isaac's new abuser. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, he he made this decision to save himself from his father, and now this new authority figure is breaking his arm when he's not doing what he's told. And I don't oh my like God, it. That's really messed up. <gasps> yeah, is it tough. is. I did not but think about that. I think where Derek's coming from is that I'm not excusing it. Right. Not excusing it. Mm-hmm. I really think that Derek's whole position is that he does not want them to end up like that one. Omega. He really wants them. He's like, the Argents will fuck you up. I, I, anytime Derek so- does something stupid that I hate, I can still understand why he's done it. Yeah. <laughs> he has nothing to go on. He has no one else to base what it should be like to be trained. No. Like, I, I get it. I just hate it. Fair enough. <laughs> I just put down Derek's being a dick. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's also being a dick with Erica. Um, yes. Yeah, but I mean... I'd have to try it too if I were her. I mean, right. But like, but, also, I like that he threw her off. But you, he definitely oh, kissed yeah. her. Yeah, back. he did. That was a long kiss. Yeah, which yeah. is not okay. And yeah. then I was like, "You have someone else planned yeah, for her." Exactly. Like, what the hell does that like even she mean? can be pawned off, like used yeah. as some kind of toy to like bait or whatever. Like, which is gross. she's a person, Derek. You can't just be like, "No, I have 
another person planned for you. Like, no. That's so gross and yeah. cringy and uh-huh. gives me, like, like when I said it felt like he was grooming her last week, yeah. it feels like they're just doubling down on that this week. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Can we just have a moment, though, for how awesome she looks? Yep, she does amazing. look amazing. Bitch is stunning. Mm-hmm. Really... Gage, go lightly. You are a beautiful girl if you ever yes. hear this podcast. What happened to her? Where is she? I don't know. And I love her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anyone else named Gage. She's, and I wouldn't expect it to be awesome. a girl name. No. But I like it. It's cool. Girls with boy names are always like the hottest girls mm-hmm. you know. And... Um, I yeah. also like Boyd, that Boyd was the only one who didn't get his ass beat. Because he's <laughs> just like, I'm going to let you guys do. Just You go ahead. Yeah. Because <laughs> Boyd is the logical one. Mm-hmm. He's the most intelligent, like, rational one. He made me sad, yeah. and I can't remember if it was the last episode or this episode, when he was like, I just don't want to eat at a table alone anymore. That was last week, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. It's not <laughs> a good reason to become a werewolf, but... Well... I, okay. I mean, I thought I liked it better when he said, I don't want to be like him, I want to be like you. Not yeah, I like yeah. that part too, but it, he just made me sad. Yep. <sighs> then we cut to Tyler Lockwood's mom, yes. who is also <laughs> Lydia's mom. That's who she is. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to place her when I was watching it, as also, if I couldn't just look it up on Linda Nashby slash the sheriff's wife in real life. Oh. I always forget that. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, trivia that I just remember on my own that I didn't read off of IMDb. Oh, you're so smart. I just can't stay away from werewolves. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, yeah, so Lydia is late for school and her mom comes to wake her up and somehow she didn't feel that her hands are all cut up. But she was obviously That's not the answer in the for everything anymore when her mom woke her up. But she didn't notice. But she hey, my hand is throbbing. Yeah. She could have been, like, sleepwalking. No, I'm of. not saying when she did it. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in this moment, her mom wakes her up, goes to wake her up, and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She's obviously conscious now. I thought it was weird how the blood was, like, down by her feet. Yeah. <laughs> what did she what do? Because <laughs> her hands were down. Not yeah, that far Yeah, it was down. way far down. Well, her mom threw the sheet back. True. Remember her mom threw the sheet back. Okay. So like the comforter was thrown back. We were looking where her hands would right. have been. Uh, That's why it was down there so low. Back. It okay. seemed like a lot of blood on the... Yeah. It yes. was. Well, I mean like her knuckles were fucked. Yeah, they were. I felt bad for Lydia. So I had a question about that. Because I yeah. know in the next scene she's wearing gloves, but I thought she was wearing gloves prior to that. Does she always wear gloves? Uh, actually, she does wear them pretty infrequently. Well, when it's cold. Because like, she yeah. wore them, like, earlier in the episode before that happened. She wasn't in this episode earlier than that. It's been the episode before. <laughs> but when they it, were ice skating and it was cold? Yeah. No, it was another... But she wore them when her and Allison went out into the woods that one yeah. time. So, like, sometimes the bitch just wears gloves. But it's cold out. I guess. I just think the glove thing, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's more... I mean, this time it was very clearly why, it was very clear why she was wearing the gloves. Yeah. But those that seems more suspicious to me than just having band-aids on your knuckles and just no, saying, I can I see her, like, playing it off She's as like, a I'm fashion gonna make it statement. Fashion. Yeah. It's yeah. another questionable outfit, though, in my opinion. But, like, I don't, I don't... I'm, like, half of them questionable yeah. outfits. At least until next season. I think from, like, seasons three on, I'm pretty much on board for most of Lydia's outfits. I need yep. to start paying attention to the fashion. I didn't know this was a fashion podcast. It is from my perspective. And every now and then, kind of like with Allison's house, <laughs> I'll notice weird shit with their clothes. <laughs> Heather comments on it more than I do, but I usually at least make a mm. mental note of it. Well, I definitely 
can't say much regarding fashion, so. It's fun. I mean, I wear whatever, but still. <laughs> I think my shit looks cuter than there's nobody. Everybody's like, oh, he looks weird, but. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you always look cute. Yeah. Thanks. Also, this looks really soft. It is. I love it. My friend Addie got it for me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm wearing a really cute hoodie for anybody listening. And it's very soft. It's like plaid. And it looks like fuzzy. something Styles would wear. It's oh my god, cute. it does. I'm the next twink on Twink Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a twink to war with. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so then we go to... Um, well, so she, Lydia is there for a meeting with the guidance counselor. Yeah. And I also made the note that her hair also looks bad again. I thought it was it's interesting that she so was... Wig. I know. Her hair yeah. and Allison's hair look like wigs half the time. I thought Allison's looks a little bit more natural than uh, Maybe that today, but sometimes it definitely looks fake to me. Yeah. It probably but is They both have long hair. Yeah. And it's... It doesn't change. It's not like they shaved their heads mid, mid-season mm. or something and they didn't well, have to wear a wig. Maybe they wanted to have short hair. They don't. They don't, they don't Do ever know, cut their hair. Ever? Yes. How do you know that? <laughs> because... Do you know how I fixate on things? You know that I would know. You've seen... <laughs> okay. I would have known, like, oh, yeah, okay, well, between seasons, uh, Crystal Reed cut all her hair off. No. Okay. <laughs> I know stupid things like that. It's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, I also don't like the actor that she's talking to in, in, in this So, scene. at first I thought she was going to see a legit therapist. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. School counselors can be legit therapists. Okay, but I also... That's not what I meant. Heather knew exactly what I meant when I said the words legit therapist. Not a school guidance counselor. Like, I thought she was at a doctor's office. Going to a doctor's office, yeah. To see, like, a psychologist. Right. Yeah. Because, mainly because that kid asked what her psychosis was. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... That's not a question for the guidance counselor. I mean, it is, like, not an appropriate question... But it's not a question that you would ask before going. Because, like, she could have just been going to see, like, to talk about her grades or her right. plans for college. Exactly. Well, I guess, but it's, I mean, you, there are actual, like, school psychologists, too. So No, I mean, like, yeah. the guidance counselor is, like, a blanket job. I'm just saying, like, I specifically thought that that's what she was going to do. And because, doesn't her mom wake her up because she's, like, late for her appointment or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And like, she said with the school counselor. But that just seems. I missed that part. And it doesn't seem like you would be late for your appointment with the school counselor. That just seems no. like something would happen during your regular school day. Exactly, yeah. I don't know. See, that's that's where I was coming from. Between that and that kid asking her that question, yeah. I thought she was at like a psychologist or a therapist's office, not at the guidance counselor's Which office. Which in this case, I think she should be. Yeah, especially <laughs> considering like everything that happened around Lydia in this moment all had me thinking something else. I'm not, it's not a complaint. It was just like me explaining that I was confused for a minute. My question I, though. I'm gonna go ahead. I just thought it was weird that they were both waiting at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they Is have she overbooked? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. But then my other question was, why is the French teacher also the guidance counselor? In what school does that happen? Well, she said she had hmm. whatever degree. Math so why is it she just the guidance counselor? Because... Probably because Peter ate the last one, and we just didn't hear about it. I'm joking. Oh, because I don't know. Joke. I thought you were referring to something I should remember. No, 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 no. no. I, I feel like that does happen sometimes in some schools. Maybe really? you didn't go to a shitty school. Oh, shit. Uh, Heather, by the way, 
Um, Gary told me that there is a rich hoity-toity school in Waynesboro that does have a rock climbing wall. Well. So that answers that I mean, that I question. guess it's not so much does any school have it. It's just that I never, it never seems like Beacon Hills is that school. But well, they have a pool. I know, but it doesn't make sense. Lacrosse seems sense like a, like a wealthy yeah. high school game. I guess they just never act like it's a wealthy school. But it all of this adds up to wealthy school. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So. I also, it, it's probably influenced by the fact that the people who are writing this are all like, they live in LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like you know that's normal yeah so um so yeah okay so we this is when we meet um did they say her name moreau i don't know i just call her Bianca. i was just like bianca lawson <laughs> i do appreciate i thought it was funny that lydia was like are you even french <laughs> i'm french canadian well that means you're canadian and you just speak french <laughs> <laughs> well the kids are sassy yeah this season i love it um uh, during this session, Lydia quotes something, which I missed, but somehow that makes her feel weird, like she learned it from someone, and I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, but I, honestly, during this whole era before Lydia figures her shit out, they just throw a whole bunch of weird shit at her all the time, and... We just kind of have to roll with it, whether it makes sense or not. So it's not a quote that we should recognize. Not to my knowledge. All right. If it is, RB, but like, I really don't think it is. All right. Uh, I guess that's all for that scene. Yeah. And so then, um, I love, then we cut to Jackson and Danny because Jackson wants Danny to like scrub the footage and make sure that like nothing's missing (laughs) or to see if anything's been tampered with or he missed anything. And I love that Danny has no interest in Jackson. Can I? I thought I wrote notes for this. Are we skipping? No, that's the next thing that happens. Uh, the next thing that I had written was Scott and the bestiality yeah. joke. So I think there was one scene. Oh shit, that. we were. We skipped. Oh, the Scott and um. Yeah, we cut to Styles having this like. That really? was intercut with Bianca Lawson and Lydia's okay. scene. That cracked me up. Styles yeah. running back and forth, all sweating, was hilarious. It was hilarious, but also I'm just like, come on. Why can't Styles <laughs> just text Scott? I mean, yeah. I know why, because it's hilarious to watch yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we know why um, Allison and Scott can't text each other. But there's no reason why Styles can't text Scott. Right. And yeah. I did think it was... Or I mean, call him. Right. Or just hand Allison... His, his phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ways they could have done this, but it is they're hilarious. they're not as funny. Yeah. No, it's true. Of course, just, I mean, just the way they started off with Styles talking with Scott. Yes. And talking about how we'll work this out because I love you or whatever. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then Styles is like, okay, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Um, I also think it was funny when he said, um, well, this is when we start the bestiality jokes. Yeah. Also, what, I'm sorry, what were they even talking about working out? Because they missed each other at the meetup point. Once. No, basically, because things are getting more tense with Gerard in town, and yeah. obviously they have to hide their relationship. Like even at school, they can't yeah. act it just like they're together. Like they were yeah. like, and the pressure's um, on more so now at school because Gerard is there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Before they could like kind of be around each other, because like nobody who cares was around yeah. them at school. Right. Um. 
So, yeah, so this is where Styles brings up the bestiary, and Scott says, I think you mean bestiality. No, I mm. really don't. Um, I know, Scott really thought, and, like, I love Scott's face, because he's like, <laughs> I think you mean bestiality. Yeah, like, he's this like, he's idiot knows one. more than Styles. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I just put Scott's an idiot, but then like, Allison had pretty much the same reaction. Yeah. Um, so. And this is intercutting with the Jackson and Danny part because this is where yeah. I put made the note where Danny basically Jackson again makes it sounds like he made a sex tape and Danny's like you remember all those times I told you you're not my type yeah good for you Danny because no ew I know <laughs> and then Jackson's like FYI I'm, I'm everyone's type. type no you're not you're really, you're really fucking not, not. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um so then we cut back to Styles talking to Allison, where she also says the bestiary thing. Yeah. And then um, I like the line where Styles is like, you know, drug dealers have been using disposable cell phones successfully for years now. Yes. <laughs> um, also, I made a note because then Gerard shows up later after all of this. After all of this has transpired, mm-hmm. Gerard and um, he meets up with Allison. Mm-hmm. And I made the note that Gerard dresses better than his granddaughter and his daughter-in-law. <laughs> He's a very snazzy murder yep. grandpa. Dapper. He looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to Jackson with Matt and Danny. So, yeah, now they're at the lacrosse game. Gerard is going with Allison to the game. Yes. Um, Matt creeps me out. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is yet, but he creeps me out. Mm-hmm. And we find out that someone has edited Jackson's footage. Right. Mm-hmm. There's two hours of footage missing. Yep. And then we cut to the game. And the coach, they point out this guy who is just tall, from what I can tell. Yeah. He just seems tall. But everybody's like, look at this monster of a child. Like I, just, I, I think that's pretty common, though, in I sports, guess. whenever a child is like bigger than the other children. Yeah. But apparently, number 42, as we mentioned earlier, yep. um, his name is Eddie Obamowitz. Yep. And they call him the Obamowitz. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Allison pretends to be cold. Yes. And her, her sweet, sweet murder grandpa mm-hmm. gives her his coat. <laughs> He's very good at pretending to be normal when he wants to. He yeah, which I love. later in the episode. He does yes. say it, but I'm like, you're right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, do, I don't think I've actually said his name, the actor's name before. Michael Hogan is okay. the actor who plays Gerard, who was oh. also on Battlestar Galactica. Yes. I just, I think he is a very good actor. He is. And he's, um, Gerard he's is one of the best villains. A little over the top sometimes. Yes, he definitely in is. This, but that's on brand for the show. Right. And I, he's not like that on Battlestar Galactic. He's gotcha. definitely doing that for the show. Okay, the cool. Show. So he's kind of like, well, I don't know because I don't have any reference points for him or Peter outside of this show. Yeah, I've never seen Peter in anything else. Um, he's apparently I mean, on that Yellowstone show. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I haven't Gross. watched it. Um, Gross. <laughs> Yeah, isn't I mean isn't that like a conservative? I have no idea. I've never watched it. I don't know. I, I just know it's feel like you're inclined to because it immediately gives you like Walker vibes, yeah. and like nobody wants to watch that. Gross. I used to watch Walker original OG oh, when no. I was a kid. Well, that's different. You were a child. You didn't know. I Walker. watched it with my dad. Yeah. Did they ever mean, have a crossover with Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman? I used to watch that. Um, that was my favorite show as a child. I watched that. Oh, yeah. 
I thought it was I, cool. That was my favorite show. I mean, I wouldn't ever. say it was my favorite. I would have I never, loved it. Those words will never come out of my mouth, but... It was my favorite when I, I was like a kid. It. I would, it, cool. just remember I was, thinking that What's-His-Face, her love interest was dreamy. Yeah, he was. Joe Landa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I was more into Xena and Hercules. Oh, I love Xena, too. too. Those were, like, contenders mm-hmm. for my favorite shows. Yeah, I watched anyway, all of those. moving on. We're not talking about those. All the shows that were on, like, 4 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. the 90s. On UGN or uh-huh. whatever it was. Yeah. UPN. No, I watched Medicine Woman. That was prime time. Prime that time. Was. New episodes. Yes. So did old. I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we are showing our age. Yeah, for any youngins. <laughs> yeah, and they did Watch like a Magnificent Seven show too. I never, I didn't so, remember that um, at the same time. Anyway, also, I think I love when Allison and Styles work together. Me they too. are such a good team. And mm-hmm. I forgot until we started like doing this podcast and watching again. I forgot like how often they interacted with each other and yeah. did stuff together. They are fun together. Mm-hmm. I have to say. When I first watched the show, you were all obsessed with Styles and I didn't get it. But this time, <laughs> I totally get it. I made multiple notes in this episode just that about how pretty he is. I just he's put, gorgeous. He's, he's the hero of the show, not Oh, Scott. yes. That, we've been new. I'm sorry that it took you this yeah, long to see the light. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, nothing against Scott, but... No, he's this... He's, it, this should be... I mean, this... Plenty to have against Scott. <laughs> like he's, he's not very his, smart. He's doing his best. It's true. He is, he's and I don't like. I don't personally have anything against Scott. Yeah. But like, he is not. He is a good part. Like Styles is the alpha. I, I just Styles yeah. is everything. If without Styles, Scott would have been fucked. Yeah. Without like, Styles, the show would have sucked. Well, yeah. the show wouldn't have happened because Peter would have killed everybody. <laughs> Styles <laughs> literally <laughs> saved the day. Yeah. Like Peter would have murdered the hunters. He would have murdered mm-hmm. Alice. Everybody would have died if it wasn't for Styles yep. in the season finale of it. season one. Yeah, I, have, I still haven't finished oh, yeah. season one. <laughs> That's fine. Well, when you get to it, you'll be like, "Yeah, Rashad was right. Styles I believe saved you, everyone because he's about to save Derek's ass. He yes. is." Um. Okay. So before we get to that, so we're in the middle of this lacrosse game. This abomination kid apparently has paralyzed one of the kids on mm-hmm. on the the Beacon Hills team. Before um, we get to that, we find out that I know where you're going. I think I know where you're going. I'm not going anywhere in particular. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say Matt. We find <laughs> out that Matt is obsessed with Allison. Oh, yes. Well, we already they already kind of showed that in like the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah, they did. But like, this is just like doubling down on it. He's got yeah. pictures of her. And he's yeah. creepy about it. I made a note about that. Mm-hmm. Anything that catches my eye, and yeah. apparently that is Allison. Um, I also just made the random note that apparently Scott used to play tennis, according to Melissa. She wishes oh, yeah. he had stuck with tennis. Um, and then, okay, so Danny probably has a concussion because he's seeing double, but Coach mm-hmm. sends him back on the field anyway. But they're mm-hmm. down a player. So oh, before we get to that, oh, okay. Styles, when he gets the keys from Allison, yeah, he sees Lydia crying in the car. I don't think we've gotten to that yet. It goes before. It's before. Coach. I had the note that he picked Boyd from the stands, and then cut. We cut to that. But whatever. Mine is um no because he calls for Styles before he picks Boyd and Styles is with Lydia because Styles is already in the office looking. All right, 
Because I, I only know that because my note saying goddamn Boyd is fine is after Lydia is mean to Scott So Bowles. I had a question because he went to search the office. How the hell did he get the keys from Allison? Allison took she them out of... took them out of Gerard's coat and handed them down to him. Oh, yeah. okay. And then when he was walking into the school, gotcha. that's when he saw Lydia crying in the car. And she was being mean to him, but it was justifiable because she was having a moment. And yeah. it was supposed to be a private Sleep moment. Sleep me alone. And he yeah. says, you look beautiful when you cry. And I'm like, ugh. But like, also, like, <laughs> I find it very attractive when boys cry, so it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. When it's warranted. But this is the first time I wrote the note that Styles is very pretty. <laughs> Speaking is, of beautiful. He is. God, man. Mm. But, um, okay, so my, uh, what, so we, yeah, so Coach just randomly sees Boyd in the stands and it's like, you're big. Yeah. Join my team right now. And Boyd is like, yes. And Eric is like, he's not, Derek's not going to like this. And Boyd's like, I've seen him in action. (laughs) Not really. He doesn't say that. But like, Boyd's not afraid of the repercussions. He was just observing. Oh my God. That guy could take him. Boyd is so hot. I love him. Boyd's the best. Um, So fine. So fine. So I did make the note, how long has Lydia been sitting in her car crying? Doesn't it matter? You know we have to get into this stupid shit. School is obviously over. No, I mean, like, that wasn't a, like, we don't need to talk about it. Does it matter? I was like, does it matter how long she's been crying? It's like... I just think it's funny that she's been... I mean, she's been sitting in her car since school ended. Okay, here's the thing. And you guys have talked about stuff like this before. I feel like it's pretty common in shows that you don't always know how a character gets... Yeah. From point A to point B. She so could she have already gone been to home. Yeah. She could have gone back for the game. She could have... Like, that stuff doesn't bother me because... Yeah. You can't see every second of every character's life. You have to just... Like, In this case, I will allow it. Sometimes yeah. it just literally doesn't make any sense. I didn't... <laughs> I wasn't questioning this in particular. But, yeah. She could have droven... Droven. Oh, my God. Driven. No more beer. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I swear. She could have driven there... For the game. Yeah. And then just and not just... gotten out of her car because she needed to cry. Yeah, I mean, like, she's, she's been in there for any reason. She's been having a, like, time ever yes. since. Yeah, she can do what she wants. The end of, like, last season. Mm-hmm. Well, like, two episodes before the season finale. Yeah. So, I'm just like, I just assume that this is all part of, like, the shit that she's going yeah, through. Yeah, if I were her, I'd be crying in the car for um, hours. So, while Styles is going through Gerard's office looking for the bestiary... He, um, Erica shows up and like, what are you doing? And she like very much seemed like she was on the prowl, mm-hmm. like sexually. Doesn't she always? She so? looks so. Yeah, good. I feel like she's like been possessed by the spirit of Kate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she's I get that just reference. like super horny mm-hmm. all the time. Like there always has to be like a super horny crazy girl. On the show. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If I looked like her, I would totally. Oh, yeah, the same I mean, way. she's totally. Like, but like, if I look like Erica, I would know that I don't have to work for it. Like, but she's just her whole life. She's felt like a loser. I know. And I know. I get it. Lord. I totally get it. I 100 get it. She's just like such a fox. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, her and Boyd both. I'm like very upset about nothing how in particular hot that they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish that they would just be hot for forever on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, anywho. Yep. So on. I made a note. Foreshadowing. Is lacrosse a full contact sport? Because I don't think it is. I don't think you're allowed to tackle people in I lacrosse. I have no idea. 
But that's what this abomination kid Who knows? Doing. Like, I feel like at some point the, the referees would have to be like, no, get off the field. You're injuring the other team. That's not legal. Look, I think the show basically hinges around the fact that not everybody knows a lot of shit about lacrosse. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. It's a it's a full contact sport when it works for the show. Yeah, I mean, like in Beacon Hills, <laughs> it's a full contact sport. It's like it's just lawn hockey. <laughs> yes, except they don't wear any pads, from what I can tell. You're right. So it doesn't seem like it. But they have the gloves. In. They have the helmets. But that's for in that's case it. you get hit with the ball, I'm assuming, or the stick. Yeah, or not you know, because you get, get hit by the abomination. Anyway, whatever. Not important. But this is when the so Boyd takes out the abomination. Yes, and I was like, go Boyd. And this is when the when coach says the bigger they are, the bigger they are. Yes. <laughs> Which I still think is hilarious even. Obviously, the point is it does not make sense. And Boyd's <laughs> eyes start glowing. Mm-hmm. And um, then we cut to the gym. And they look really gym. pretty. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Oh, his skin tone, I like that golden. Boyd. It looks really good. <sighs> what a sweet boy. <laughs> We're going to have to name this episode something about how hot Boyd is, I think. Is yeah. Boyd the one that during the movie you said he was the little black boy? <laughs> no, that is Mason. No. He shows up oh, okay. in like season like, what, four or five? Because uh, I was going to say, he's not little. <laughs> no. no. No, Boyd is like a man playing yeah. a high schooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is not 16. No. <laughs> no, which is why I feel perfectly fine Lusting Talking after him. None of these people are 16, but he's definitely not 16. No, that's a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a man, Mari. Um, um, okay. So then uh, Style, Erica brings Styles to Derek. Yes. And Derek threatens him by sticking his claws into a basketball. Yeah, which does not... Knowing that Styles is not afraid of him. But that Styles is like, holy shit, like suddenly that does startle him. Like, you've seen so much worse. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, you threw a whole Molotov cocktail at Peter, who's like three times Derek's size and was fully wolfed out at the time. Yeah, okay, yeah, calm down. Are you, like, humoring him, maybe? Just like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, he immediately switches into smart-ass mode. Yeah, maybe he was just... Yeah. So... Well, I mean, when he asks him if he saw anything at the mechanic shop, Style says, several alarming EPA violations I'm considering reporting. Yes. That because part made me laugh. He's a smart-ass. <laughs> um... But eventually he does start. Um, wait, no. Then we have to cut back to... Yeah, this is... There's so much intercutting in this episode. It's yeah. very confusing for me. It happens a lot on the show because we'll be yeah. talking and then we get... We have this happen every episode, basically, mm-hmm. where we'll be talking and be like, no, because this not, happened. No, wait, this happened next. Yeah. No, yeah. And it's annoying. So basically, at this point, Scott is telling Boyd he needs to get off the field because people are going to notice that his eyes are And yellow. Boyd is basically, bitch, make me. Yeah. And somehow I don't remember what exactly happens, but Scott gets a broken leg. Yep. But I mean, they're like, "Oh my god, it's so obviously broken." I'm like, "No, it's not." Well, you know, when he, he just, landed, like, twist- it was like. Well, like I mean, yeah. but like that's clearly like him just laying that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and not. They didn't very do make a very effective. His like, mom's like, "I heard it from where I was sitting." No, you didn't. Morning's like, <laughs> "I felt it," and everybody's just like, "Hmm." This is really weird. Stuff's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Allison is the first one on the field. The first one to him. She didn't even care that Grandpa was sitting there. Nope. No. Because Scott is more important. Yes. Yes, Scott is life. They are more important than anything else to each Mm -hmm. other. But I just thought it was funny. Like, everybody's acting like, oh my god, like the bone is sticking through his skin or something. (laughs) Yeah. his, His leg is slightly turned to the side. 
Like, yeah. it's not He's that like, big. I'm fine, I'm healing, I'm healing. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, God. It's fine. But anyway, then I also made the note, we cut back to the pool, and I made the note, Dylan has amazing eyelashes. Because yeah. he does. Yeah, and as he's describing, <laughs> like, what the Kanama looks like mm-hmm. to Derek and Erica, they look up, and they start freaking out visibly, and he's like, why do you look like that? You look like you're staring right at it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is, I'm in, in the spirit of me pointing out more things that I think are good, this was a cool camera shot. Oh, yeah, it was. Kind of slowly pan up. To the Kanama is cool. Yeah. It's obviously a suit, but eh, Yeah. Still yeah, good. but I like, I, I put that, I, he looks cooler than the werewolf mm-hmm. <laughs> look. Yeah. Yeah, even something that's obviously a suit usually looks better than shitty CGI <laughs> and like it immediately takes out Erica yep. without any effort nope and then it gets Derek so I mean if we're gonna we gotta we gotta folk, we gotta appease the Derek shippers that might be listening oh first Derek pushes Styles out of the way he does <laughs> because that's just because he's a nice guy under mm-hmm. it all. And he's a werewolf and Styles is a puny yeah. human. But I wrote that basically the rest of this scene is a category five steric moment. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, if it was like if that was my ship, mm-hmm. I this was the moment that I would cling to. Yeah. It's mm. But we're not shippers, no. so but mm-hmm. it's fine, whatever. But I did put that I always enjoy Derek and Styles. Yes. Things. Yeah. They are great. They are very together. funny together. Um, so, of course, there's more intercutting. So, we go back to the Argent house, and I made the note that Victoria's necklace is huge and ridiculous. I just put, bah, they brought Scott back. Yeah. yeah. That make, okay, so this whole scene, it makes sense it's, in that once we finally find out that, you know, Gerard already knows. Yeah. Yeah. I, but from like a normal person's standpoint, it, it makes weird. no sense. Then he's like, yeah, let's invite your ex-boyfriend back to have dinner with us. This is totally normal. No, it isn't. This is so awkward. Why are you so invested in your granddaughter's love life? This is weird. But we know why he did it. Yeah. Because Gerard is Gerard. Yeah. It was... It's the Argent thing to do. Yeah. Although I don't know... He wasn't intimidating him in this scene. I don't no, know. No, but he like just them just behaving oddly is on brand. It's just a different form of them behaving oddly than what we're used to. I think he was just enjoying toying with them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like for sure, that's what was going on. Are you taking your bra? Off? I am. My back hurts. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Free them titties. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I just. The whole time I'm thinking, like, what is the point of this? But you just think it was to make them all uncomfortable for the fun of it? Yeah, I think, I think well, he just enjoyed. Also, I think Gerard was just really hamming it up as mm. the, like, nice grandpa. I mm-hmm. think that's really what he was getting into. And I just feel like if he's trying to play this, like, nice, normal grandpa, this is not what a nice, normal grandpa would do. Well, I think he did it for both of their sakes to think, to make, like, Scott and... A- I think he did it more for Scott and Allison than for, like, Chris and Victoria. But for them how? To be, like... Well, I don't see what the problem is with the two of them. They seem very, they seem like a perfectly happy couple. And to make him, to make it seem like he doesn't know anything and that he just thinks that the two of them should be together and that he would be cool with it. To make them more comfortable and more likely to like slip up maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Also, grandpas can be awkward. They might not get it. 
Yeah, I mean, like, if I was Scott and Allison, I'd be like, this is so uncomfortable, but also, like, at least we've got Gerard. He's not so bad. Mm-hmm. I guess. I feel like Allison knows, though. She's like, right. Does, so know, did, but, but does Gerard doesn't know that they know? I don't know. Nobody no, he doesn't know anything. that they know that he knows. <laughs> oh. It was um, a funny scene, regardless. I, yeah, I think we should just, instead of intercutting back and forth, let's just talk about this. It's hard when you... Because of our notes. That's the yeah, part that I makes just, it hard. <laughs> I'm just going to try to scroll up and down. But basically, yeah. um, I mean, there were funny parts to this whole incredibly awkward dinner. I don't get why did Chris decide that he needed to choke Scott in the kitchen. Oh, I, I don't. Because he hates him? But he doesn't. I think Chris and Derek are both from the same school of like threatening and scaring people is the best way to motivate them. Yeah, I guess. Which from both of their backgrounds makes sense. It's true. I Well, like, I've already explained why this is so difficult for me. It's just because this is not the Chris Argent that I mm-hmm. know and love. So watching him do all this shit is really weird to me. Yeah, I don't think this is the true Chris. No, it's not. This is this the is Chris the... when Gerard is around, right. when Kate's around, when Victoria is calling the shots. Yeah. And I do think it was funny when... What was it? Where is it? Some, at some point, Gerard... Compares them to Romeo and Juliet, and Chris yes. is like Romeo and Juliet committed ritual suicide. They could have used a little less passion. Fun <laughs> That's fact funny. about that: uh, Did you know that they have like tried multiple times? Like the actors in the movie for Romeo and Juliet, the OG one, have tried to like, or maybe just the actors have tried to like sue yeah. the director. Yeah, the like back from the seventies version. Yeah, yeah. sue They had her like fourteen-year-old titties on the oh. screen. Yeah, I didn't know. Shit, I don't know if she was actually 14. Yeah, she we was. We watched that in yeah. school. I know! It's gross! Ew! Yeah! Oh, man. Anyway! <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, we talked about basically the awkwardness of the dinner, and Gerard is talking about, like, oh, when I was a kid, we broke up and got back together all the time, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry. Even if you broke up and got back together all the time, I doubt while you were broken up, you still went to dinner with your fam- your ex's family. Like, this is not normal. Uh, I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think it just depends on the dynamic. Well, in but high like, school... But, like, it's... No. Yeah, maybe not high school. Not in high school. But also, this is, like, a different kind of situation anyway, because yeah. their families are, like, it's one... It would be one thing if they're still friends... But they don't, as far as Gerard knows, they don't even talk to each other anymore. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> like, and, well, like, I think that Chris and Victoria have made it clear that they don't like right. the two of them together. So I think that's also a different dynamic. It's a whole, it's a very weird. There's it's very, a, there's it, a lot that, of I mean, like, that makes it weird. Because if the parents didn't have a problem with it, then it wouldn't be weird. Okay, so, wait. In high school, my ex-boyfriend did come to my parents' house. Your parents also After broke, we though. broke up. Shit, if I but didn't do and he broke up with you? Be- just, he just came on his own? It, yeah. Did he want to get back together? No. Just because? It was just a visit. Okay. Like, during a holiday. If I dated you and we broke up, I would still want to hang out with you. I know, parents. they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, and your dog and, like, swim. Yeah, like, yeah, my parents live on the lake. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's not why he came. It okay. was winter. <laughs> anyway. 
movie. All right, okay. uh, whatever. Okay, so then we yeah. So there's the the bit where they go. Chris asks Scott to come get dessert with him, and then we have the very aggressive choking, mm-hmm. <laughs> threatening, and basically Chris is trying to remind him like, do you have any of the do you, like remember what would happen if our Gerard found out about you and. Scott tries to counter with, well, if you, what about if you found out that you knew about me? And Chris mm-hmm. has a very valid point that, well, I would have opportunities to redeem myself, but basically you would be dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, yeah. And then um, they very angrily carry dessert back into the, the other room, which I thought was funny. I did think that was funny. <laughs> I also love that every time Scott comes over for a family dinner at the Argents, it's always to go through a family member's shit. Mm-hmm. He has never once come over for dinner and not gone through a family member's shit. Yeah, I guess it, well, I mean, it's only happened twice, right? Yeah, but, but still, yeah. it's enough for if a If I have a nickel, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> um, the cake looked yummy. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So they just have that for dessert every dinner? Like, they didn't well, plan this ahead of time. Found it's his, true. They found his recipe book. So we think Gerard made all of that? That's sort Oh, yeah, of that's the implication. Yeah. Yeah. The cake and everything? Yeah, I okay. think so. So work. So they go up to. They make their excuse. That they need to go over notes for school. They go up to Gerard's room to look for the bestiary. And Scott can crack safes now with his werewolf hearing. Yeah, very convenient. Um, but then they get into the safe and they find this leather-bound book that they assumed would be the bestiary, and it's a cookbook. Yep. Why would Gerard be save putting his cookbook hey. in a safe? Old people are serious about their family <laughs> recipes. And because, especially like Gerard, it's on, honestly, it makes sense that... It does? An evil Argent, well, like not an evil, just an Argent, would not only <laughs> write all of their shit in French, but like also treat it the way that he does. He didn't write it all in French. That was the actual bestiary on the USB drive. Right. The oh. recipe was just in English. Oh, okay. Handwritten. Oh, okay, just kidding. But, like, it makes sense that he would do that to okay. me. I mean, I'm not saying it's not weird. I'm saying it makes sense for Gerard to me. All right. Fair enough. So um, then... But then, they, well, in that same moment, basically, they... Allison realizes, I know where the bestiary actually is, which is yeah. on a thumb drive, which is on the keys, which Styles still has. Which yes. also They're makes me wonder. Right. Gerard has not noticed that his keys are missing this entire time. He seems like the kind of guy who would be more. I think that plays into what happens later on at the end. So you think he did notice? He just wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we cut back to the school where Styles and Derek are in the pool. Mm -hmm. Um, The Canima will not come to them. Um, It like pats the water, which I really like the way that it like touched the water. (laughs) It reminded me of a lizard. Yeah, a cat, or like how a real lizard would like touch yeah. water, and it's like, and then oh, he hisses nope. and pulls real back. Gross. It's yeah. like absolutely not icky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it, was, it was. So yeah, so we know that Canima doesn't like water. Yeah, and they we find out that they've been treading water for two hours. Like Styles is in amazing shape. Yeah, he is. I would have drowned. Do you hours think that ago. was literal? I do think so. Um, Did they say two hours? Yeah, yeah I, he said shit, but. I, I couldn't tell. But also, I'm not sure how deep that part of the pool was. It was deep enough that they had to keep treading water. But, yeah. like, you know, sometimes when you're at the deep end, you can, like, touch the bottom and jump up. Well, but, no, because he sank, sank. Yeah. Okay, but so. two, two questions, then. One, why did they just move to the more shallow end? Because the Canada can't go in water no matter if it's shallow or not. 
If it's like an athletic pool, there probably isn't a shallow end. True, and they have a diving board, so like, it's true. They probably the don't. Question. Like if they use like play, which if it's a actually, rich I don't think they have because remember when um they had swim practice yeah. in the first season, they swam from mm-hmm. one end to the other, and they had to like lean on the side and hold on to the side. And if they play like water polo, which is a rich school, they probably do, and because they have a yeah, pool. I don't think There's they do no have shallow a shallow end. Wow. The other thing is, why did Derek sink? Because he was paralyzed. Yeah, but your bodies float, though. If he was paralyzed, he would... No, and you got a rock-solid <laughs> Derek solid body. muscle. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's all muscle. That doesn't I make think, any sense to me. I feel like to in order to float, you have to take like a deep breath. No. Yeah, you do, because if... I mean, if I you just go the limp... Remember, like, cause no. I've hello. Who grew up on the lake here? We just established this. If <laughs> yeah. you just lay back and breathe normal, your body you will float. But he didn't just lay back; he sank. And yeah, there he been... should have. That's my point. No, but I've like let all the air out of my body before, and I've sunk to the bottom of yeah. a pool and sat uh, on the well, bottom I mean, of a if, pool. If you very quickly got like blow it out on purpose maybe but like he was just but also he didn't get time to like take a big deep breath because styles just let him go yeah Plus he's paralyzed so can he take a deep breath it doesn't yeah, it was and it was so sudden he didn't get to, he couldn't have taken a deep breath i don't know why we're getting so defensive it doesn't make sense that he sank it does make sense that he sank to me we nitpick everything but we're like no this is the hill we will die on we're going to the pool this summer <laughs> damn it I mean, it's not like I've never floated before. I understand, but I feel like I've never. But I've also like, sank to the bottom of the pool and yeah. sat on that bitch before. I feel like when I'm totally yeah. relaxed, I sink. Most when you gotta go on the bottom, you're like propelling the water upward. Not always. I've literally let all the air out of my body and sank to the bottom mm-hmm. and sat Indian style on the bottom of the pool. I think if you're like vertical and you are completely limp, you will sink. You have to do an effort. You have to have like ha- effort to get your feet up, and then you can relax. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to go to the pool and test. Weird. This out. We're gonna bring a scientist on next yes. week. Anyway, moving on. So, um, <laughs> Derek, of course, is still being a dick in this situation, even yeah. though Styles is keeping him alive mm-hmm. by treading water for two hours. Yes, but Derek is still like. The only reason you're doing it is because when I'm not paralyzed, I'll defend you. Derek cannot fathom that Styles might just be doing this because it's the right thing to do. No. <laughs> Which is so sad. It, God, it's, it fits so well with his character, but it's so depressing. It is. Poor baby. Yeah. And then um, Styles just gets tired of arguing and dumps him anyway. <laughs> Which I really appreciate. It is completely on brand. Yeah, because well, he, he wants to go to for whoever's phone. phone that is. I don't know who's it. And then he still like it's leaves phone. him there oh, okay. for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Derek can hold his breath for a long time, too, because I would have also drowned if yeah, I were him. He's got wolf saying. lungs. Yeah. <laughs> He's the alpha. If I had tried, I didn't bother, but sometimes I'll try to hold my breath along with characters. Oh, I can hold my... I did this, like, I could last test to see how strong my lungs were on like facebook but that's all once and i i did pretty good i know that i cannot hold my breath very long you used to smoke yeah but not I'm oh not, my gosh i forgot about that but not like a smoker <laughs> smoker like never enough to Just be like she was drinking i don't think it had anything to do with my lung capacity <laughs> i think it didn't help it well uh, fine 
But it wasn't like I was a pack a day. No, you were never bad, but damn, I, I completely like blacked out that era of her life. I know smoking is gross. God, I didn't think it was that dramatic. Jesus, like, man, you <laughs> missed out on cool times because now they have those like really cool uh, elf bar things with all the cool flavors. Elf bar. Yeah, they're like vape pens. They're so cool. Oh, I try to vape. Vape pens are not like, good either. No, that's not. No, good they're not. Me. I'm just saying, like, it was. They're way more enjoyable than um, cigarettes. I don't smoke. I just have friends that smoke them, and I love the way they smell. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. Anyway, how, how many times do we say moving on? A lot in an episode. Yeah. So um, um, Styles gets his phone. Does mm-hmm. not get attacked by the cannibal. Right. Which. And, is there a good reason for that? Oh, well, the cannibal, he just got to it before the cannibal got okay. to him. Because it looked at him and, like, knew what he was going to try and do. And he was like, fuck it. And just went forward and he got it. And he Styles back. is brave. He did. And then he swims back. He makes the call. He calls Scott. And that's when Scott is going through right. the safe. Yeah. And he's like, can't talk right now. And hangs up. That made me mad. Okay. I, I mean, initially, yes. I do remember that that made me mad when I first watched it. But it made he, sense. He should have been like, oh, you should have heard the urgency in Styles' voice. But Styles always sounds urgent. That's true. <laughs> it's true. And he was like, and, and I mean, like, one, yeah. it's Scott. Yeah. Two, that situation was very stressful. Yes. But three, side note, why was this shit not on vibrate? It never is on this show. Doesn't I know. That's sense. irritating to me. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I don't usually have. But oh wait a minute. <laughs> well, I don't know either because for my job I need to answer the phone. But if I didn't have a job that I needed to answer my cell phone, it would be on silent, yeah. not even vibrate. Damn, Mine I would never be able to talk to you. I can see when I get notifications. <laughs> yeah, I don't I need talk to, to hear just it. Fine. <laughs> yeah, my phone's on vibrate now. You've been talking to me in the last few days. Well, vibrate you can anyway. It's not on vibrate. It's silent. So, um, anyway, Styles does, <laughs> Styles gives up, throws his phone into the water mm-hmm. and saves Derek. Yeah. Which it, again, if it had been me, I would have drowned. Yeah. A, like half that time I would have drowned. Then, um, out of nowhere, Scott shows up. Yeah. How did Scott know to go? Oh, he went to go get the keys because the bestiary was on the keys. Yeah. And then and I guess he heard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then he just shows up. Lacanema's like, bitch, get out of here. Immediately, like, throws him into glass. And yes. then um, Scott grabs a mirror. I'm like, oh my god, Scott grabbed the blade. He's going to cut the Canema. He's ready to knife fight the Canema. Yes. And, oh wait, and he also pulled um, Styles and Derek out of right. the water and yes. saved them. Because Styles was at, finally, after this point, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And then they were both going to drown. <laughs> yeah. But I like the scene where he, like, you're not sure if he's there yet, and then, like, he's on the diving board. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because not... Styles <laughs> yeah. is trying to grab onto the handle mm-hmm. by the diving board. Yeah. It's then... very tense. Yeah. Very yeah. dramatic. And I just think he treaded water for over two hours. I was like, he could have gotten it together to grab that. No, I'm just, not, I'm just, I'm trying to give him props. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he treaded water for over two hours and was almost at the point where he was going to drown to save someone else. And I do not believe it was because from a romantic renovation, which other people might. Uh, or no. it was also because he would have gotten his own ass killed if he got out of the pool. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. have to hold Derek up the whole time. But you know how light people are in water. It really isn't that much of an effort. Yeah. 
I think. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, float. if it was me, yeah, if I would have to... kept Derek in case like it was time to go, and I'm like, Kenma, here you go. <laughs> I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt of just doing something heroic. Well, oh, sure he did. He, he absolutely he did. Is. I'm just saying. Oh, Styles was 100 percent being a hero. Yeah. It was also. I'm saying if it was me, I'd be like, yeah. If well, I actually no, because I love Derek. So I well, I mean, if it was me. Despite my best efforts, we would have both drowned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do it. But anyway. I would have rather drowned than let... I would have let myself drown if I let Derek drown. Because <laughs> I just love him. Hmm. Well, that's good for you. I know. Tragic. It's yeah. sad. Mm. Well, you both would have drowned, so yeah, that would be yeah. tragic. I'm yeah. the only one floating. <laughs> yep, you you let Derek drown. You're floating. No, Derek's floating too. How would he float? Jim would be like, bitch, float. (laughs) Jim would be like, float, bitch. You don't need anything except for your brain to do it. (laughs) Your body does the rest of it on its own. (laughs) Hold your breath, bitch, and I'll lean you back. You don't even have to hold your breath. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. We can't get into this again. (laughs) Yeah, let's, okay, moving on. We're almost done with this episode. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, so Scott... Has, is he's holding the broken mirror. And the cannabis sees itself in the reflection. Yes. And it just, just like, the fuck? That's not right. And, and runs off. Yeah. So it doesn't like water or seeing itself. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I look like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just, like, bolts. Um. I did like the shot of Derek on the, like, diving board. Like, Derek and Styles just, like, soaking wet, like, watching what just transpired. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, a good shot. Yep. And then they cut to outside where they're both miraculously totally dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Time has passed. How much time? What have they been doing? Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> um, and so, okay, so Styles... Oh, they also get on the laptop. Yes. And start looking at the beach Right, and it's in another language. Yes. But we don't know what language? I guess. I don't think not. they say... Because they don't get anywhere with that. Derek just shows up and he's like, it's a Canima. Yeah. Okay. Like, how did Derek know that? Well, I mean, it makes sense and to me. And why did he just suddenly figure that out? Because he he says he figured it out once it didn't recognize itself, its own reflection. Because he's a werewolf, so I feel like this is one of those situations where, like, supernatural shit recognizes other supernatural shit. And, they like, don't just wreck. They don't just automatically know these things. Well, no, he said that, like, he only knows, like, rumors, but... Apparently, it's kind of like how we've grown up with, like, random mythology. Okay. And I mean, like, if we were werewolves. So, okay, so my question here was, is the story about the Kanima, the, the part that it doesn't recognize its own reflection is part of it, but not that it looks like a lizard? Like, that's just incidental? It could look like something else? I don't know if we find this out later, but I do think that the Kanima's form is... Depends on the person? I think so. Because otherwise, I would think seeing it... He would go, oh, that's a canima. Right. <laughs> but then so, again, this is also like the first time he's ever seen one. Right. But if he knew, if he had heard of a canima before, you'd think if that was part of it, he would go, oh, it's a lizard person. I know that. Canima. <laughs> Let's wait till the end, till we get to the end of this season. All right. Before we read him on that. Because okay. I do think that the, I'm pretty sure I mean, that I, the canima's form is dependent on... It doesn't always look like a lizard. Yeah. Okay, because that, that's what I'm willing to give him credit on. Yeah. He's like, 
oh, it doesn't like its own reflection. That means Kanima. And nothing else told that yeah, to him. Yeah, I think Fine. that's what it is. Right now, that's what I'm working on. Yeah. If we find out later, then I'm on board with what you're saying now. That it's dumb. <clears throat> okay. Um. So this is when Scott makes the argument that they should tell the Argents. Because no one's telling each other things. Which is, okay, that's all well and good, Scott. Except Gerard wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't care what information you bring him. He has literally said, kill all werewolves. Well, I mean, like, he can tell Allison that Allison can tell him. Where, where did Allison figure it out? How did she learn this? Oh, yeah, she can't do that without explaining that the first time she saw it was when she was with Scott. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, he has a... He, I mean, if the Argents were... If Gerard wasn't here, yeah, I would say yes, that's totally valid. But mm-hmm. Gerard wants to fucking kill you. He doesn't care what information you bring him. It's true. So his whole nobody's telling you. Well, Gerard actually, anything. we find out that this we find out next that Gerard doesn't want to kill him. Yeah, but at this point, he doesn't know that. Fair well, enough. Well, I mean, he he does know that because they went to dinner and he was acting normal. But at that point, he doesn't know that Gerard. And he knows doesn't. He's aware. I mean, he could still tell. Well, he doesn't have to tell Gerard. He can tell Chris, and Chris can find a way to tell him. True. Okay, yes. They don't mention that specifically. If they had brought that up, I would be okay with this. But they don't. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, either way, Derek's like, fuck them, and fuck you for thinking about talking to them. Yeah. So. I mean, at this, previously I was on Derek's side of this argument. Mm Mm-hmm. But if he had just put in, well, let's just tell Chris... I would have been on Scott's side. Yeah. But they didn't say that. So, whatever. Um, okay, so then we cut to what Scott is going to pick his mom up at work. Yes, which he actually told the Argents that's why he had to leave right. dinner. Yeah. He just didn't mention that he had to stop by the school and go through the bee shear so, first. Okay, so just, a, just kind of an aside. How long was Gerard waiting for Scott to show up there? If he thought that's where Scott was going. But he Good made question. this detour to save... Styles and Derek, and was there long enough for both of them to be? I wouldn't be surprised dry. if Gerard followed him the whole time, mm. um, and like didn't actually go inside to see all the Canima shit, and just waited outside to see what Scott was up to. You're really like pulling out all the stops to justify everything in this episode. Now, well, I, I said we were going to make more of an effort to <laughs> yeah. not drag this show okay, and read it for filth yeah, all the time. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just But <laughs> again, like I feel like you don't always have to know every second of every character. Like I just need it to make logical sense. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it. like we don't want all the details, but there are certain things that like don't make sense, don't add up, are kind of confusing. Um If you can explain it to me and it makes sense, fine. But if even we can't come up with an explanation for it, then you're like, "Okay, come on." But, okay, fine, maybe Gerard was watching them the whole time. I will accept that. Moving on. So, anyway, Gerard shows up and immediately shanks the fuck out of (laughs) Scott. Oh my god, that took me by surprise. Me too, I was like, fuck. Gerard is for the streets. Oh my god. And he's like, and he's just like, love you grandson, rubbing his head, and just like talking mad shit the whole time. I'm like, Mm. I don't... Gary actually like likes Gerard. Likes him, likes him, or just enjoys him as a villain. Like enjoys him as a villain because yeah. he's the only. Do you okay, also do you think that Gerard sounds Irish? No. Okay, me. Okay, cool. I don't either. Hmm. The name or his accent? His accent. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Okay, I didn't think so either. He does. 
really hit the hard R's yeah. a lot, which is an Irish thing. But it just sounds like he just talks weird. Yeah, I mean, he just sounds like very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. But anyway, he said that, because um, I watched this episode with him and my friend Jeremy, and Jeremy has never watched an episode <laughs> ever of this show. One and of these days, we got to get Jeremy on the podcast now. Okay, and one of these days when he's in town visiting. <laughs> um, so, but like Gary has now only seen the season one finale mm-hmm. and this episode. So, yeah. Fun. So anyway, Gerard is like, one day I'm going to ask you for a favor, bitch. And yeah. you're gonna do this is like, it's giving me prison. All of this is giving me prison. He just yeah. like shakes him. He's like, I'm going to ask you for a favor one day, bitch. And you're going to fucking do it. Or I'm going to shank your fucking mom next. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's weird. Yeah. And he's like, like what possible favor could Gerard need from this teenage werewolf? Which, you know what? We know, but we also don't know. well like obviously we don't know right now yeah but like it's weird it is really weird i'm <laughs> like what could you possibly want yeah because like i know what it is and i'm like he there's no way that he had any inclination of what was going to happen later on in the sh- i honestly can't show. even remember specifically what it is okay well we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah, off i mean yeah pod. But like, I, yeah, like it'll be another thing for me to discover when I watch it again. But I'm just like at this point, like, what could he pop? What could the Scott only thing that I can think of Scott is, possibly do for him? If he didn't want Scott to do the thing, he would want Scott to get somebody else that could do the thing for him. That's well, the only maybe, thing that I can think of. Maybe he's not saying anything specific. Maybe he's just like, I'm letting you live. I mean, he doesn't say that, but maybe he does have a little bit of a soft spot for Allison. And mm. so he's not going to kill him right away. He's I mean, just maybe. saying, but you owe me something. Mm, maybe. Maybe. We'll I see. I didn't get that impression. But it seemed anyway. like he specifically wanted something to me. Yeah. So, but I don't remember what that is. But yeah, so that's how the episode ends. Is Scott just like, I need a second mom and then we can leave. <laughs> so I did have a couple of comments Okay. about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I noticed that the sign says Beacon Hills Memorial Hospital. Mm-hmm. Memorializing whom? Everybody that dies there on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. uh, it's All Roanoke of Beacon Memorial Hills. Hospital. What does that mean? It's just stupid. <laughs> I thought it would always be like a name uh-uh. Memorial Hospital. Who is it memorializing? Well, everybody who dies there. I don't get it. I, I, I honestly was watching that thinking, that doesn't make any sense. It has to be like a name name. Yeah. Memorial yeah. Hospital. Uh, <laughs> like, I, what? Isn't Grady Memorial Hospital? Isn't that the town? Grady? Yeah, from The Walking Dead. Uh, I don't know. Nobody thinks about that show on this podcast. We talked, we've complained about it, but I don't remember na- names of towns. I, I thought I just thought that was the place. In maybe Georgia. maybe that's a totally normal thing, and I was just I don't know thinking I don't know. that it's. I not. mean, it's a you used to be a huge thing, fan, so I thought you would know. That seems like a very I'm trying to specific block it from my memory. It was pre Glenn, so I just threw out. Uh, I didn't remember I had it. Some kind of Walking Dead card game. <laughs> I love that. Digging through my closet when I'm Fuck trying to game. pack, I was like, ah, ugh, and threw it away. <laughs> I'm sure you have that exact reaction. Yeah. I can picture it. But, um, so, 
That oh, is... Yeah. Well, no, the other thing was... Okay, so Scott has just been stabbed in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> his mother is just locked out. How does he hide that? He closes his hoodie. You don't think there got there, any blood got anywhere else? Because he healed up. It yeah. dripped onto the ground. It didn't get all over his pants. It and, didn't start until he pulled it out. Okay. But, like... The, and the hoodie's long enough. Like, if I took this and I just, like, closed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, and covered it up. Against. Or it could be like Isaac. I'd be like lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like lacrosse accident. It just, the blood all the just blood sucked, sucked back, in. back into his yes. body. Including the blood that was Those in his on shirt. shirt. Yes, all of it. Just, the blood that was on the ground just slurped back up <laughs> into it. All of it. Yeah, that was my thought. But, yeah, that was my, those were my only yeah. comments. All right, well, I just want to let you know we're all correct. I looked up the floating, <laughs> and we're all correct. How are we all correct? We were arguing. If a person is unconscious, oh, okay, then yes, they will sink if there's mm. no air in their lungs. He was not unconscious. No. He was just paralyzed. Yeah. So in his case, he would more likely float. However, fat people are easier to float than muscle people. So he's just, he's all muscle. doesn't mean they won't so, float, but... but yeah. He's That's all muscle and paralyzed. So mm-hmm. yeah, but the paralyzed and shouldn't. He didn't even get a chance to like, to and like I said, he didn't get a chance to take a deep breath. Styles was like, "Bitch, bye." <laughs> yeah, I think it makes sense that he sank. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was just admitting that, you know, you guys were right too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I love it when somebody. I love moments like these when there's an argument and then you don't realize that somebody's googly to prove their point. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, okay. No, I wanted to look it up because I was trying to figure out the science of it. Why I wasn't just trying to prove my point, but it. I know yeah, you weren't because I know sense. you, but I'm just saying I like these moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened like last week while I was playing a game with somebody, and <laughs> I ended up being right. It's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a fun, fun scenario. It being is. right, yeah, it happens. Yeah, with me. I like, love it. Brandon doesn't believe anything I say. He, like, has to look up everything. Mm. If he doesn't have a frame of reference for it and I explain something, no, he has to look it up. Well, you've always got, you've got all of the world's knowledge at your fingertips, so why not? I'm pretty much always right, though. (laughs) And then he's, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) He looks it up and he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) This episode's getting long, so let's wrap this part up so that we can get to the talk our shit part. Okay, so we gotta rate the episode. That was a good episode, I think. That was a good episode. This is another banger. Um, Mm -hmm. I give it four um, sliced up hydraulic hoses. Okay. Um, Let's see. I I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm not ready to give, I probably have already, but I regret it. I feel like I'm not ready to give anything a 4.5 or higher until season three. That's fair. So I will give this a 4.25 mm-hmm. deflated basketballs. Okay. I guess. Um, I'll give it four abominations. Okay. Fair enough. Um, no new werewolf faces. No. Um, no twink alerts. No. No one took... Well, we did see Jackson with the shirt off again in the footage, but it was an old clip, so I don't think... Yeah, that one doesn't count. That's not a new twinkle. Yeah. Um, it's also Jackson. But... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I wouldn't say we have any evidence of Styles being bisexual. No, a good person, but bisexual, no. No. Um, no evidence of Lydia being asexual. No. Um, that's all we're tracking. How can you have evidence of something not happening? Good question. (laughs) It's kind of like, like what, like the when they were talking about the Hayes Code, or maybe I don't know when they were talking about the definition of pornography. It's like I don't know, but I'll I know it when I see it. Yeah. And I've had, I feel like we've had evidence before. Yeah, like, we've had things where it, like, makes sense where, like, when we first started talking about the concept, Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't think she does this. I think she's pretending that she cares about this thing. But, like, yeah. So, anyway. I feel like that's our most controversial take. Maybe, but also... Not in a bad way. Just, like, I don't, I haven't seen other people talk about this on Tumblr, but I'm like, No. I am putting my foot down and saying that Lydia is asexual. And I agree with you. So, um, anyway, that's it. Uh, if you want to continue not talking to us, you can email <laughs> us at twinkwarspod at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at twinkwarspod. Yep. And otherwise, we will catch you next week. With whatever the next episode is called. I think it's Venomous. It is called Venomous. Which also doesn't make sense now that we think about it when we've decided he's not Venomous. Yeah, I know. He but could be like, both. Yeah, but we know for a fact he's not Venomous. I mean, like, technically he is. It, I mean, it can be both. But, like, it's... It's not. I don't even know what it is when you touch it. It's just, like, topical. Yeah, That's yeah. what they should just call it topical. <laughs> when he scratches the back of their neck and... But yeah, but we've it's... already established that it doesn't even have to do that. Yeah. It works if you just touch the goo. It should be called poisonous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why, yeah, but, I mean, it did. he didn't get completely paralyzed from touching the goo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It, yeah. it took a little longer, probably, than Yeah, it wasn't, like, direct. instantaneous. He was just like, what the fuck is this? And then he's like, oh, shit, I can't So if text. you touch, oh, shit, if you move. just get snake venom on your unbroken skin, it doesn't affect you at all? Yeah, venom. Venom. You have to get it in your bloodstream. You can even drink it. Um, so yeah, venomous does not apply. Poisonous is. Poisonous, I don't think, I think Jeff Davis knows the definition of venomous versus. Poisonous. I don't think Jeff Davis knows a lot of things. Me either. But <laughs> since this is already running long, let's jump into our <laughs> favorite time where we talk about what we've been watching. Yes. So, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the thing that both of us have watched <laughs> this past weekend. Yeah. That we're both baffled by the, the reaction reviews. to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't get it. So, we we both saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. And, and we, we both liked it. Yeah. There's a third person here. I, yeah, but, I haven't seen it. Well, okay. We're not sorry. going to spoil anything we for you. Established, <laughs> we, we established before the podcast that Jen has not seen it yet. Yeah. But we were not going to spoil it anyway. No, we're not. We don't want to spoil it for anyone else who hasn't seen it. No. All we're saying is that it got a lot of shitty reviews. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I was like, it's on brand with like the direction that Ant-Man was going. They yeah. said, people said it didn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. It felt like an Ant-Man movie to me. Yeah. To me. Okay. So... Maybe that's just me, but to me, an, a movie, a character movie, mm-hmm. to me, means this character 
still feels like this character. Yeah. And Ant-Man still feels like Ant-Man. He's in a different situation than previous films. But he still does the same thing that Ant-Man does every Ant-Man yes. movie. He he has not changed. No. He's still just as lovable and charming as he's always been. He's still fucking Paul Rudd. Come on. <laughs> I just, I, I don't get it. I, I know. don't get it. <laughs> so the complaints that I've seen. Yeah, I was going to bring up the Rotten Tomatoes. So go ahead. I've seen people complain that the Wasp didn't have anything to do in this movie. I'm like, no more than any other one. Yeah, it's not... I don't know. I I felt like she was present. I felt like she did what she needed to do. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we didn't get a whole The Wasp movie, if that's what people wanted. But yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. I think, although, I mean, like, I kind of agree where they were, like, she was kind of, like, just his girlfriend in this movie. But, like, I don't know. I don't think she needed to be more than just that. I thought more than anything she was just uh, their daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it was less about him and it's... Honestly, I felt like this was Janet's movie. Yeah, it was. Which <laughs> and, um, I thought was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and also I really liked this Michael is, Douglas. This is ridiculous, okay? Like, this guy just said, a dire and crummy movie, one of the worst ever produced by Marvel. What fucking movie did he watch? This makes no sense to me. And I also I think people understand. didn't like his daughter, but I, I liked her. I loved her. I, thought she I didn't was love great. her, but I liked her. Plenty. I thought she was great. What would you say is the worst movie Marvel has ever produced? Thor Love and Thunder. <gasps> I know. Even more than The Dark World? Yes. Ew. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Just ew. <laughs> ew. I love. I mean, those two are probably at the I mean, bottom. It was but... not a great like movie technically, but I loved it. Okay, so. so going back to what I had previously said, I felt like okay, there was a lot of complaints about Thor when he kind of pivoted to more of like a comic relief character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, oh, this isn't Thor anymore. But I did not a- agree. I thought that was a change for the better. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of the arguments that people had been making were like, oh, well, he's just a joke now or whatever. I mean, became more prevalent in Love and Thunder. That is what he was in Thor and Love yeah, and Thunder. But yeah. Thor Love fun. and Thunder was a parody of a Marvel movie to me. It was not... That is not... Thor. I, but I enjoyed that. But I did not. I'm sorry. Yeah, same. I was like... I like Goofy Thor. Yeah. I, 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 I like Goofy Thor, but that was like... It was too much. I mean, It was Taika trying way too hard. That, yeah. They I think tried it, way too hard with that one. Honestly, I think it was but I Taika it. and Chris Hemsworth were both given just do whatever you want. And they this went was a their multiverse nuts. of madness where nobody said, no, you can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> they so went, they nobody told Rainey them did. no. So they were just like... We're going nuts with this one, and it was not a great... Somebody needed to reel it. It was definitely one of those movies. It's like an Oceans movie where you could tell the cast is having more fun yes. than you are. Yes. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. But, I have um, only watched it once. I will admit that. Same. So maybe if I watch I've it again... I've watched it three times. I, I don't think your opinion's going to change. I don't think so either. But like... <laughs> It doesn't matter. I don't need everybody else to like it. I love that movie. But I think it this was really is, fun. I, really I think this it. is a valid. I mean, this is a way for me to justify my opinion of Quantumanium because it's not like I'm in a, a you know, the MCU can do, do no wrong. Stand. Oh yeah. Like I do not believe that they can definitely do wrong, but they did not do wrong in this movie, and I do. I I've never been 
I mean, I'm, maybe at some point I have, but I just can't remember the last time I was this disconnected from what reviewers are saying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, also, I don't think we should say anything more about Quantumania. Mm. Um, I didn't mention this last week, but I did want to mention that I watched Magic Mike's Last Dance. I didn't even know there was a Magic Mike movie coming out. Yeah, oh my god, I watched it opening night. I loved it. It's my favorite Magic Mike movie. Is, is it Channing really? Tatum in it? Yeah. yeah. How did and, I not and, even um, know about this? Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek is it. It's really good, but that's because I love, 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 love dance movies. Like, I love, I've seen all the Step Up movies. Um, I love Bring It On, even though it's more about cheerleading than dancing, but like, it's in the Bring same vein. I love Center Stage. I love Me Save too. the Last Dance, all that shit. And this movie isn't so much... I mean, like, obviously there's, like, hot dudes, but that's, like, not the point. It's definitely more about the... To me, it feels more about the dancing than anything. And, like, of course it's, like, super hot and, like, erotic at times. But I just love the dancing. It's so good. And Channing Tatum is legit a dancer. And people forget that Mm -hmm. sometimes. But he is, and he's really good at it, and it was really beautiful, and I love that movie. I honestly, the first movie I thought was way better than I thought it was going to be. Like, it I was thought directed it was by Steven Soderbergh. So much more substance mm-hmm. than I expected. It was, yeah. Heather and I saw it together with my mom. And <laughs> was that the one where there's like a the derecho happened yeah, yeah. while we were in the movie? Oh my god! It, the same thing happened to me because <laughs> the power. No, you. I wasn't with you, it. but the power went out during the last ten minutes when I went and saw it. The first movie. We didn't even notice anything was happening. Yeah, but we came out and, like, the entire Roanoke area was devastated by the storm. <laughs> yeah, that, um, there's, like, on, a uh, 581, there's, like, one of those signs had, like, been ripped in half. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't yeah. remember whether that was the first one or the second one, but I don't think it was the first one. Because I don't even think I've seen the second one. So we need I to think have I've seen Mike it, I own them all except for the third one, but I'll be getting it so you can watch them. I don't know how I didn't know that this movie even was happening. I don't know that um, I don't think it was very marketed very well. I guess But not. I was very, like, I loved it. It was really good. It's my favorite of the three. Oh, I definitely want to see. And, I feel um, like the first one was definitely supposed to be more of, like, a character study and the... The second one continues. There's more going on, but I definitely think that like the dudes were more of the focus in that one. Um, that was I didn't know Matt Bomer could sing until he was on Glee. He sang. I left Glee long before he showed up. No, that's another show that I stuck around to the end. I know you did because you guys made me watch the K-pop episode. You're like, look, there's a K-pop episode. Yeah, that was me. I yeah, I made you watch. No, all three of us. Was she there too? Oh my Probably. god, we were, guys, all three of us were the together. Fact, okay, we have known each other for a long time, and you guys keep bringing up stuff that I did, and I'm just like, I have never realized how bad my memory is. <laughs> it's okay. It's I can't fine. remember what I ate for lunch, but I can remember 15 years ago. Wow, because I guess my short-term memory is fine, but my long-term memory is garbage. We <laughs> did. I did make you watch that. I know. I'm, well, I'm sure. I guess so, we both did. That's funny. Um... But, like, what else have you guys watched? Because I don't want to hug up all of our time. So, well, just the end of that is, just, I will just say, if you've read bad reviews of Quantumanium, ignore them. If you enjoy Ant-Man, if you enjoy superhero movies. Yeah, which is my thing, because, like, I feel like most people don't, most people generally are just kind of, like, lukewarm on Ant-Man anyway. Most people I hear don't like Ant-Man movies to begin with. Which but is Paul stupid. Rudd's face is in them, so yeah, that's I don't know matters. how you can dislike anything with Paul Rudd in it. 
I, know, I like the Ant-Man movies, but mm-hmm. I love me a heist movie. I love all the yeah. Oceans movies. I love those too. I love the Italian job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You give me like a group of people stealing shit with like some yeah. quirky personalities and some quips and one-liners. I'm all about yeah, it. I Although, it. I mean, I, I'll say if that's what you're expecting from this movie, that's not it. it that's not it, but there is heist shit. It's just not the same. Okay. I mean, there's... If you enjoy superhero movies and you enjoy the character of Ant-Man, I think you'll enjoy this film. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. That's Heather's take. (laughs) I think that it has everything. It meets the bare requirements of an Ant-Man movie, in my opinion. We haven't even mentioned Jonathan Majors, who I think, I mean... Woo! Yes. (laughs) First of all, you think I love Boyd. Uh, yeah. Imagine if yeah. you, I don't even know, like he's, um, Jonathan Majors is like one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. men I've ever seen on this planet Earth. Yep. And on top of that, he's a great fucking he's actor. So he acted circles around everybody in that movie. And like, I mean, everybody else did a phenomenal job yeah. doing what they had to do. But I was just like, oh my I, God. I mean, I was at the end of, you know, Endgame and everything. I was wondering like, how are they going to top Thanos? But, I mean, I know. come on. <laughs> Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> He's going to be so great. So and, um, like, just let me talk about Lovecraft Country. Okay. I did not like his character on Lovecraft Country. I low-key, like, hated his character. Loved him, though. Loved him okay. as an actor on the show. I just did not like that character. I think... Well, But, like, he's just an amazing actor. Yes. He's so I think good. He's back super to... One of the things that I think Marvel does, I mean, casting. my opinion, better than DC is casting, yes, but just like not every villain, but they do have villains that have more to them than just like bad guys. <laughs> yeah, like Michael B. Jordan. Like, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. It's like one thing you're going to get in a Marvel movie, you're going to get hotties, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to get. Like, a villain with a purpose most of the time. Most, yeah. Most of the time. But, I mean, I just... Uh, Thanos had... I mean, as much as he was wrong, he obviously had depth and motivation. And, and he wasn't Kang, completely wrong. With Thanos, it was more the execution was yes. where he was like, well, goddamn, okay. <laughs> like, I was like, the plan, I'm like, you're so extra. Yeah. But, like, the execution of the plan was beautiful. Right. Um, so he was more than just like a I'm evil for evil's sake. Kind yeah, of. yeah, but I mean, like that plan was just like a hop, jump, and a skip away from being that. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> but he really had convictions that he but, was. Yes, and yeah. even I think Kang so far because we've seen him in Loki. Yeah, and now we see him again in this. More, I think even more than Thanos has more. Like, does he have a point? Like, is he on to something? Well, I think we'll find out. Exactly. But I just think that's very... Well, I think the thing that King has is, like, there's so many of King. Yeah. Like, I can say that much. There's, like, he's got all his little variants. So they all have their own perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're going to get to see that. And It makes me interested for where they're going. Yeah. Which um, I have to say the last few entries in the MCU have not really... I've just been enjoying the ride at mm. this point. Um, I really liked... I'm glad that I watched it twice this weekend. It was like... I don't know. It was good. Good shit. Anyway, moving on. Okay, yeah. We're done talking <laughs> we about Quantumania. We were moving on and then we didn't. Okay. 
Jen, what Jen, did you what watch? You what have you watched? Um, we've been watching Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Which Wait, I, who's your favorite? Louise. Same. Um, she's the greatest. Tina's probably my second favorite. And also, I love Linda. She cracks me up. They're all funny. They're I all love really Jean. Um, Queen Latifah, give me strength. I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious. I had seen, like, one episode prior to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, we've been watching that all week, like, in our spare time when we were just trying to fill time. What were the horror movies and that you watched? Hysterical. Last night we watched Green Room. Oh my god, Patrick Stewart is so scary in that movie. I know! Mm. I was upset. I know. I was upset. And it had my sweet angel baby. How Oddly dare. enough, Anton Yelkin. Yeah. I know, when you were saying that earlier, I was like, I just watched him last night. I know, he's he so good. Up in that movie. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Um, you should definitely watch Green Room if you have a strong stomach. Mm-mm. It's not, no. It's, it's not, not super gory, but like, there is a just scene. It's like fucked. And there is one scene where I was just like. Well, like I said last time we talked about this, messed up, fucked is what bothers me. Not the necessarily the gore. I think you could watch <laughs> it. It's just like. I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't that bad. I think it was because it happened to Antonio. Okay, okay, I'm saying too much. <laughs> Um, I've heard about that movie and it just never that doesn't seem fair. like something that I well, would like. Well, let me put it this way. I didn't think I would like it, but it was Brandon's pick. I did like it. It was very, very, very tense. There was so much tension in that movie. I think what happened, like, when the thing that I'm referencing <laughs> that you know that I'm talking about happens, in my head, I was just, because I couldn't see what was happening, because you can't see what's happening when it's happening, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my god! I just knew that it was gonna be bad, and then when you see the aftermath of what was done, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was just like imagining like that happening. So, so if he is wrong. that thinking like that, then I don't want to watch it. And it was, <laughs> but it, it's only this one scene where that happens. But either way, you don't it's, need to watch it. I'm fine with. I'm just no. Um, but it was, it was better than I expected. It yeah, was I loved a, it. A lot of good tension, and, and I'm glad that you liked it. It was good, and it's got. Uh, I like saying her name, Imogen Poots. <laughs> <It's in it. laughs> Um, Who also played his girlfriend in the Fright Night remake? Oh yeah, with I did David see that, But I don't remember. Yeah, that was that was good. She played Carol. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I guess he was there. And also uh, <laughs> Chris Sarandon, who mm-hmm. played Colin Farrell's character mm-hmm. in the original movie, is in the remake. He's the guy that gets eaten in the car. Yeah, we we watched both of them. Probably in the last six months. And Friday Night really, is one of my favorite yeah, movies I ever. It. I, I it. haven't seen the original. I have seen the remake, which I The original is amazing. Enjoying. I love it. Yeah, they're both really good. I had a crush on Evil Ed. <laughs> in the original, not the remake. I don't think Christopher Mintz Plus oh, no. is cute. Oh, no. Um, Mc, <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> he's McLovin. not. I mean, like, he's perfectly fine, but, like, not for me. <laughs> well, the second movie we watched... Brandon did not like, but he never likes the ones I pick. <laughs> um, was it was called Nocebo? It was a Shutter movie, but for some reason it wasn't on Shutter. You still had to pay separate for it's it. It's like, is that a play on the word placebo? Yeah, I've Nocebo. Yeah, you can explain what it's about because I was gonna watch that movie, but I haven't. I actually really liked it, okay. um, but it's basically this. <sighs> I'm not good at summarizing things without giving important plot points mm. away. But basically, it's this woman who has a very strange encounter, and then she becomes sick, and then this um, woman from the Philippines shows up to be the nanny, 
and there's some like ancient healing medicine going on but there's like a twist and um that doesn't explain anything but (laughs) (laughs) um it was i i really liked it i really liked it like ghosts or Um, possession i would say it's supernatural um i wouldn't say ghosts per se um it was weird it was it was strange but i really liked it it was just different it was interesting um yeah cool i liked it i actually watched three movies on shutter I'm suddenly really into watching stuff on Shudder, apparently. What did you watch? Um, we, Jen and I talked about some of them while I watched them. I watched Hell House, LLC. One of my all-time favorite horror movies. Which I had never heard of until I was scrolling through Shudder. I've heard of it, but actually never watched it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I love it. Okay. The, basically, the synopsis is um, this company, Hell House, LLC, they do haunted houses, and they come to this smaller town to set one up in an old abandoned hotel and it's a found footage movie because something goes horribly wrong on opening night and then throughout the course of the film you kind of see what happened it's Mm -hmm. really good um i will say there are three of them i would just watch the first one i didn't even see the other ones on shutter because the second third i knew that there were three of them not so much. But the first one, I I watched that movie like three or four times. And I don't repeat horror movies a lot. Because it I was feel good. Like, I liked it. Yeah, I, I really love that one. Uh, what were the other two? Um, Then I watched Grave Encounters. I've seen that one. Which was not as good as Hell House okay. LLC to me. Good to know. But it was interesting. It did not go where I expected it to go. Uh-huh. Um, I told Jen, it reminded me of House of Leaves. Okay. If anyone that. has read that. Uh, not to or completion. Me. I got it on, I got it digitally and I was like, this is not the book to do it's digitally. It's not the Mm-mm. same. Now you got to have the hard copy. Yeah. Um, it's a good, awesome book. I love it. Yeah. I've been to I lots of it. parties. Yeah. Like my whole interest in that book came from like being at parties and like somebody would have it and I would, I like heard about it just from word of mouth. And every time I would see it at a party, I would be, like, fucked up and, like, no, that's not book. And then I'd look at it and I'm like, oh, it's so fucking weird. Where's a mirror? Why are, <laughs> why are people bringing House of Leaves to parties? So no, it's, no, it's just at the, the house. house. <laughs> the, the book is already at the house the party's happening at. Nobody's just like, bringing House of Leaves parties. to parties. <laughs> oh, my God. I brought a book to read. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very unique book, though. Yeah. yeah, it's on my list. And it did it. scare me. I mean, I haven't read a lot of horror books. I love horror books. I love them. I should read more because I'm sure I would enjoy that. But I have some that you can totally read. I'll trade you for House of Leaves. Okay. You should let her read all the Anita Blake books. We could talk about that. I've read those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've read Anita Blake. Oh, my God. We could that talk was about our them. Oh, yeah, we have talked about them because we both <laughs> hate the long hair. As yeah. soon as she starts talking about the hair, we're both like, no. I just think it's so funny how they started off as like pretty standard issue yeah. vampire hunter books, right? Like also, very not sexual. Yeah, like yeah, there's no sex in like that first until like the fifth or sixth book. Yeah, yeah. and then once she like starts fucking, she does not. stop. And then it just turns into porn, and I'm like, 
Okay, but I It mean, was enjoyable for a while, but eventually I was like, well, like, like I'm not here Incubus <laughs> Dreams is the one. I'll never forget Incubus Dreams because I always tell people that's the book where every page she is either about to fuck, <laughs> in the process of fucking, or just finished fucking. And it's so funny to me because it's like, it's obviously like, she tries to make it out like, oh, but, but she has to fuck. Yes, like, she, she has has she'll like, die. I know, she wrote it into does. the plot. It's just so stupid. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> the thing that I, but like, once she starts getting into that era, the thing that pisses me off and made me not like the character anymore is that, like, this bitch can, like, fuck everybody under the sun because mm-hmm. it's out of her control. Mm-hmm. But the minute somebody that she's fucking wants to fuck somebody else, it's a problem. Yeah, then he's cheating on her. But they're all fucking each other. But she has she, she has a problem with she it. Yeah, like, what is... Oh, Asher and... Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. They're, like... I was like, bitch, they were like fucking for centuries time. before yeah. you even were born. <laughs> yeah. And they can't dick and each other And she down. wants them both, but not... But they can't... They're not allowed to be together. She's... No. Anita Blake, as a character... Sucks. She used She's a to horrible be person. Obsidian Butterfly is my jam. That's my favorite. Which one? I remember that title. Which one is that? That's the one where she goes to like New Mexico and she meets like that really young, like but super old vamp. Well, she's not really young, but she's like young, and she's like a really old vampire, and she's like got the like super dark eyes, and um, that but, Edward's in that one. Which one is the where she meets the Mother of Darkness or whatever? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. That. She meets her a few times. The one where she, I can tell you, the one where she beats the mother of all darkness yeah. is very lame. Like I, I did not like how she beat. You guys her. bringing this up, it's like I was really into those books for so long. I was were. too, and, and then I'm just like, come on. She used to be like my favorite fictional character. Was, yeah, we loved her. Like in my early twenties, I was like, yeah, I want to be Anita Blake. It was it's such a waste. No, it's not a waste. Reading is never a waste. It's no, not fun. that. I mean, just like, I feel like she Those wasted that Those books started character. out so great, and then... Yeah. She, and then it just turned into porn. Which, nothing against porn, but that's not what I was reading. Before. Right, right. It it, really, it did go downhill. It was... Yeah, my favorite is when she, like, lost control of her powers, because the Mother of Darkness took control of her, and she fucked every weird tiger in, like, a five-mile radius. <laughs> she just, like, wakes up, and she's like... <laughs> Oh my god. god. I just remember, okay, so like, I remember like, uh, Osher and Jean-Claude were the major vampires. Was Edward the main werewolf guy? No, Edward, Richard was the werewolf that was the asshole and the school teacher. And he got like, remember, he was just kind of like chill and then he got Mm -hmm. like super ripped and aggro. Yeah. Um, Edward was the other vampire hunter that they called Uh, Death. She was born, but they called him Death. Right, 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 right. And he had the family, he had, like, the really normal, like, wife that knew what she, well, I think she was just his girlfriend, but then, like, as the series progressed, they got married and she had kids, and, like, she knew what he did, but, like, Obsidian Butterflies, when they, her and the kids get mm-hmm. wrapped up in his yep. shit. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yep, 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 and then, okay, Oh, so- that was the one where they had the ghouls, and the ghoul eats the baby, and yeah. Anita has to chase the ghoul through the hospital. <laughs> that ep- that book was fucking fire. That book Damn. was so good. Okay, okay. Then I remember Nathaniel was the one with the stupid long hair. It's way too long. He was a panther. I thought you liked Nathaniel. I liked... No. The- you liked Jason? Jason? Okay, okay. When well, he cut you, his I, hair, because Jason cut his hair. Jason cut his hair, yeah. and okay, literally, I when I was reading that, I pictured Jason as Jensen Ackles. Ooh, I can see. I pictured him as a little bit... <laughs> I pictured 
Jason. I remember the whole book where she was with Jason. Yeah, he has his own book. Jason, Called he Jason made me Life. think more of um, Theo, is it Theo James? Yeah. The one that's in White Lotus season two. I didn't two. know who that was at that point. For oh, some reason. But he was also he in made... one of the Underworld movies. He was in two of the Underworld movies. I, he wasn't on my But like, yet. oh, he was on um, four in Yeah, um, I remember him from that, but I don't think, I think I read those books before those movies came yeah. out. But I definitely, I don't know why I remember but like, this, well, I, mean, but like, I remember picturing Jason as just That's that. not, I didn't picture him <laughs> as Theo James, but like the picture that I had in my head looked the most like They Theo weren't going to do um, an Anita Blake TV show, but TV they were going to change it too much, and she was like, no. Because it was going to be on Showtime, and I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, on board. I Ooh, if, Showtime. If they I cut know. out all the porn. There's all of it? Not all of it. Like, HBO they levels make of the porn. whole thing about it. Yeah, if they, they focused, the show, if they they focused on plot, like, but like the first several books did, it yeah. would have been, a, yeah. it would make an amazing HBO series. Damn, yes, I want to read Obsidian Butterfly again. No, I, wanna, like, I wonder what happened to all my, I must have given them away because yeah, I don't have I those books I anymore. Too. I have all of them still. <laughs> it's so funny that we're like, Me oh my too. god, Anita Blake. <laughs> Me and Rashad would like be on the lake floating just talking about what Anita Blake book we just read <laughs> yeah we were hard i have uh, the other one i liked i don't remember what the book was called but it's the one where she fights rawhead and bloody bones it's the like it's oh, an yeah, old yeah, yeah. like fairy it's i love how because like those books i started reading them like long after they had actually come out because mm-hmm. i remember the first book i was like why the fuck is she calling her answering machine and when was this book made and it was like <laughs> yeah. 1995 or something yeah but um Rawhead. I remember because she talked about like putting your hair in a scrunchie, and I was like, "Oh God, a yeah. scrunchie!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rawhead and Bloody Bones. That one, somebody had a car phone in that one. Yeah. yeah, and um, she had to like fight these elves, and Rawhead and Bloody Bones was a fairy, but it's like a gross, like kind of zombie fairy with like a fucked up. Well, head. yeah, there was a whole other spinoff series about fairies. Meredith Gent- yes. Gentry. I started reading those I didn't too. Read those. I didn't read those, but everybody says I should. I only read. But the those, others. I mean. They had their moments, but those almost kind of started out just straight up porn. Because mm. again, it was like, oh yeah, because she wasn't she like the queen, and she needed to pick like a king to like. Um, she was like, it was almost kind of like she Sookie had to find a mate. I knew, yeah, that was it was what kind it of was. like a Sookie Stackhouse kind of thing where she was like a human, but she had very blood in her, blood, and she was, and she like, was the like the heir to the fairy. I hate fairies. I don't have a problem with that conceptually, but then it I was just, just oh, like... They're always boring to me. I think it's fascinating, like, because it introduced me the whole concept of, like, the seed and the unseelie yeah. and, the, like, the dark fairies versus, like... I like the fae and shit, like, yeah. um, gargoyles. When the fae showed up in gargoyles, they were, like, really, really fucking cool. Uh, is that the cartoon from when yeah. we were kids? I loved that show. Yeah, there's, like, this whole arc where, like, Oberon, the king of the fairies, gets involved... And they tried, like, the evil dude, Thanatos, had a baby with, like, this super cool assassin chick, Fox. And, like, <laughs> the fairies wanted to steal their baby because Fox was, like, part fairy. So, no, oh, his butler was Puck. Like, they wow. revealed that his, like, stick-in-the-mud, like, uptight butler was secretly, like, Puck and was, like, always up to no good. Gargoyles was that shit. I loved that I don't, show, okay, but so, I don't remember any of the plot. Like, the only fandoms or fictions that I can think of that involve fairies or the fae or whatever yeah are these Meredith Blake novels and 
True Mary blood. Gentry. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Mary, Mary Gentry. Blood. Sure. Anita, Anita Blake. Yeah. <laughs> and the Slicky Stackhouse books. Yes. Okay. And both of them end up just kind of being like romance novels slash porn. But yeah. I'm like, this is such a fascinating mythology. Why can't you do something more with this other than just turn it into porn? I think she was working through shit. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think, I remember she ended up being, like, I'm pretty sure Laurel K. Hamilton is like Polly now or something like mm. that. Well, good for her, but come on. So. I'll, my big takeaway from Anita Blake was that I really want to be a wear leopard because they all cuddled all the time. Mm, they did. They did. Yeah. I've, man, whenever she would talk about those like giant ass beds and them all cuddling and them, I'm like, I'm about that life. So, yeah. I mean, I like I'm that. not, but I respect that decision. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're at two hours and yeah, 16 minutes. Yeah, I think people are tired of hearing us talk about Anita Blake. So, somebody, somebody listened to this whole thing and was like, oh my God, someone else read Anita Blake. <laughs> or they're like, those books sound pretty fucking fire. Yes. I hope anybody who's like, please, I, like, if somebody, like, connects with any of the shit that we've been talking about, like, now please reach out to us mm-hmm. just so, like, we can, like, talk about it. You don't have to keep up contact, although we would prefer that. Yeah. But, you know, just reach out. We Yeah, show I us mean, that we're not the only old people. If you are looking for books that are just straight up porn, it's well-written porn. It yeah. is. It's yeah. good porn. Yeah, like, I wouldn't jerk off to it, but I didn't yeah. hate reading no. it. Yeah, I wasn't like, ugh. But I was yeah. just kind of like, okay, it gets boring. Yeah, at yeah, a certain point, I'm like, like, I need more plot than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I have the internet. I don't need this. Right. I read them for a long time after they yeah. turned into porn. Before so I was I, like, I can't do this anymore. I, waited, I made it all the way, and like, spoiler alert, in case you read these books, we've already spoiled some shit, but I made it all the way to when she beat the Mother of All Darkness. They go they I, go past that. Yeah, yeah, I think I went past that. Yeah, me too. I think so. Maybe not, that's why I got bored. Not Like, like there's I the know. Harlequin that came after that. Mm-hmm. I remember that, that book. Yeah. There's one that had like a saw on the cover. Oh, yeah. Flet, I can't... Fre- um, F something. Flet, fre- flesh... <laughs> I know something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that sounds familiar, actually, though. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway. Harlequin anyway. was good. Anyway. Harlequin yeah. was good. It was. But you could tell that it was, like, on the way down. Mm-hmm. I didn't it, even it, like it how... It definitely turned into, like, 75% poor and 25% Well, and then, like, she... Well, she had finally gotten it out of her system, but, like, she was still fucking, but yeah. she wasn't fucking as much. Hmm. And then once they beat... Like, she... Like, when she beat the Mother of All Darkness, it was so lackluster to me. But even when remember. she's, like... The reason I love her is because... I gotta wrap when, this up because I gotta pee. Yeah. Can we talk okay. about it after? Yeah, we <laughs> can keep talking about it. But, um, thanks you guys for listening talk about to whatever us you want for me. this long... Wait, no, let's just... Can you end it? Yeah, we're... Alright, bye! Bye! Have a good episode or have a good day, whatever. We love you. Goodbye! <laughs>